The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Previously on Lonely Boys... Want to tell us what's going on? I thought our relationship could withstand anything. Apparently I was wrong. Well, you still love her, don't you? Then show her you're sorry. Take her to Blue Hill Upstate or buy her those Louboutins at Saks. I could buy Saks itself and it still wouldn't be enough. She doesn't want to talk to me. I tried. When? Look. Chuck, look. Look at me, Chuck. I'm looking. You have not. You yeah, have such, such shiny Chuck. hair. I, I know. Me and Serena oh, argue so about who has shiny hair all the time. Mm. Uh, Chuck, you, ha- you haven't been outside in days. She asked me to leave her alone. You don't want to wait too long, Chuck. Or she'll think you don't care. Hey, Upper Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm your t- one of your titular Lonely Boys. And I'm here to break down season three, episode 19 of Gossip Girl. Doctor is strange loved, but I'm not here by myself. I'm here with someone who just came from sleeping at his friend's house playing Wii Tennis all night, Brendan Ruffle. Oh, that's not like a great night. Hello, I am, of course, your co-host, the creepy uncle of podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, diddly ho to Cream Nation. I'm recording live as always from the Crematorium. I am your editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly. Can I come over and do this level Wii? I think i have a wii somewhere but i don't know if i i don't know if i can find any of the games mm. to it or if it even still works I, you know i, 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 I wouldn't like to play you honestly because you're you were always top dog in the, the wii i'm tennis. really good at wii yeah. tennis i don't think i don't think anyone can beat me i was going to bring that up later when we got to it but i mean since, yeah, since you're, it came you're up, an excellent since wii tenniser Anna, and an excellent Anna ping ponger yeah for sure although um you know i i not as good as i used to be i need to Fresh up the fresh, fresh up the ping pong skills. That's neither here nor there. Brendan, would you believe that we have another outstanding guest with us today? I mean, we've been on a great streak of outstanding guests, so I I do believe it. I know, and and January of of twenty twenty three has been it's been a lot. It's been a month with many titles. Um, of course, this is being released in February, but we're still recording in January, so it still counts. Sure. It, is, it has been it has been Albany month. It has been Lawyer month. But before <laughs> it was Coast all that. Month. It was West Coast month, and we have another West Coaster. Oh, my here. God. <laughs> I, I know. Another, yet another West Coaster here in January 2023. Um, you may – I mean, she burst onto the podcasting scene in, I, I want to say, you know, probably around 2020 when, when, a, lot of, when a lot of people were, uh, were started podcasting about Big Brother. And as, as soon as I heard her on the podcast, I was like, need the podcast with this person eventually. She is amazing. And Brendan – Finally got her to agree to the podcast. Please welcome to the Lonely Boys for her very first time. She goes by El Pavs or Lavina Patel. P- fuck, I messed it up. Run that back, Brennan. <laughs> Lavina Pavel. Edit point there. Nope. I should have just went with El Pavs. I, you know, I, I got in my head and I went to I went to do both and it just it just didn't work. But hold on. All right, I'll clean it up. We'll just pretend. Up. Yeah, we'll just pretend like that didn't happen. Welcome to the podcast. So excited to have you. Oh, thank you. Sorry if I fucked up. <laughs> okay, great. Run I'm it back. Run it back. <laughs> yeah, just run it back. All right. And welcome to the podcast, Lavina Pavel. Oh, my God. What an introduction I just gave you with no errors. How are you? 
absolutely no edits made. Come on now. Um, but no one has to know that. Um, thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, it's funny you say it's really weird how you guys immediately started talking about we because that is one of my like hyper fixations is we and specifically we bowling and tennis would be number two number three would be baseball but oh, now that okay. you guys have said that right now that you guys have said that i'm just kind of like should i get a we off ebay why the hell not well they, they brought like they, they redid the the sports for switch recently uh they omitted yeah. baseball which i'm really upset about and the one thing about bowling is that when you release the ball behind you, it doesn't make the whole crowd jump. No, which is kind of the, the best jumps. part about it. Spins around. That's, yeah. that's the best part. Uh, there's some other right. fun ones. They added like soccer to it, which is actually surprisingly really maybe the best one, honestly. But uh, it's yeah, the Wii Tennis is maybe it's just a little bit different than the Switch one. Yeah, it doesn't feel the same. The noises aren't the same. The music isn't the yeah. same. Like you need the ambiance, right? And like totally. your me characters are not the same. You remember that guy with like the goatee? Like you know of what I'm course, talking about? Yeah. That me guy. I don't know. Oh, yeah. He has a name for sure, but like he's like my enemy. He's not there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like it's we need the, him. We need him back. Right. Goatee man. No wonder why we got you for this episode with all the with all the we talk going on. I didn't know you were such a, a wee scholar. But I, I think Stan. if we're gonna do the yeah, if we're gonna do the power rankings, I think I'll have to go tennis first and then probably bowling second, then baseball, golf, and boxing, which I never play I never played the boxing. Nunchucks no. yeah, the probably bon just boxing was a fun right a fun novelty to have the nunchuck on there and then like once you realize it's really hard and not that fun, like all right. Yeah. Back to I like the uh the golf like mini games that they had for it where you just kinda try to like do some chip shop shots and yeah, the yeah, green. Those, those, those are always good. fun. The thing about baseball too, that one was awesome because you could literally hit like a home run out of the stadium once in a while, and that's when you know you really mm. clobbered one. Oh yeah, really satisfying. But t tennis is kind of like the the fun party sport. That's that's the one everyone's talking about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I remember we had the board. Okay, now we're getting too much into the Wii, but I have to get this <laughs> off my chest. Um, I remember we had like the board thing that you would stand on or whatever, and oh, they yeah, would yeah, like yeah. weigh oh, you. Like that is so crazy. And <laughs> yes. I was like, yes. Gagan, your mom used that quite a bit, like, didn't she? Well, I told my mom. That's why we still have the Wii because yes. my mom had, um, was the most recent person to use it uh, for Wii Fit. It's crazy. Like I remember. So I'm like genetically like quite small. Like it's just like how I'm built. And so every single time I would get on it, it would be like gain weight. I'm like, girl. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it wasn't I'm even trying. like, the sensor wasn't even like triggered that you were standing on it. It's just... <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm trying. You sound like my mom for Christ's sake. I would, I would get on it and it would say gained weight. It wouldn't even tell me how much. It's fatter. Uh, real quick too, there's, there's. I uh, just want to tell everybody that there's a new Wii Fit called we ring uh, no i think it's switch ring fit they just they just love like these weird accessories it's just like a, a weird ring that you can push in and out that's like uh the new version of this so plug i want to plug that at the top of the pod i thought you were doing a bit at first but you're actually just no, it's a real it's a real thing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um not sponsored yeah well not yet anyway not yet. um <laughs> well lavina elpav if i may um mm -hmm. We ask all of our first-time guests here uh, what what your Gossip Girl story is. I, I understand you don't have too much of a history with Gossip Girl, but um, have had you seen any episode before I forced you to watch one for this podcast, or <laughs> or have was this truly your first episode? 
It was not my first episode. Um, my first recent episode, that's for sure. So I grew like my 2010s was pretty much just Pretty Little Liars. Um, so I think I was so focused on that. My sister and I just couldn't stop watching it. She was big on the Tumblr theories, like Arya is A, that whole thing. Um, so we were pretty distracted by that. But later, maybe like I would probably say like four or five years ago, I started to watch Gossip Girl. Um, I don't even know how. Like, I don't even know what streaming platform it was on at that point. But um, it was on I watched... Netflix. I remember I watched it for the oh, first wow. time on Netflix. Oh, you're totally right. You're totally yeah. right. Um, and so I started to watch it. I was like, okay, this is cute. This is cool. And I'm like kind of a fashion girl. So I like to see what everyone's wearing. Um, but it kind of didn't, didn't grab me the way I thought it would. Um, so I didn't continue it. But the episode that we're going to talk about today was actually a very, like, I'm lucky. It was actually very packed. Very, very good packed. episode. Um, yeah, I, I, I was like, I was like, at one point, okay, I'm kind of a nerd. I was like yelling at my screen <laughs> at one point. Uh, I have a lot to say, even if is I, a nerdy it's a thing little to do? out of context. That's like, that's how it's normal. Oh, that? Is yelling a nerdy thing to do? We're all, we're all TV lovers here. You can, you can interact with your TV screen as much as you want. No, yeah, no exactly. It's like watching it's, it's sports. A, yeah. Safe space. Yes. Gossip Girl is is our sport. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I will say too, like I was thinking the same thing. This is, is is a packed episode. Sometimes they're packed in a bad way where you're like, what the fuck is going on? But this was really well structured for a Gossip Girl episode and everything tied together in a decent way. So, I mean, I'm excited to get into it. Wow. It sounds like we're very positive. So on far, I'm yeah. happy about because I, I truly love this episode yeah, it's good. When, I was, when I was watching mm-hmm. it. Um, so b- based on the episode that you watched and also any of you, the memories that you have with your, your the first time you watched the show on Netflix, uh, who is your favorite and or least favorite character of the show? Okay, here's the thing. Uh-oh. I hated almost everyone. Okay. But... Yeah. That's fine. As okay. is designed for the most part. I empathize with Blair because uh, listen we're friends here I'm comfortable saying this like I kind of recently got out of a relationship so I kind of only one listeners she is single (laughs) okay quit it you heard it here you heard it here first first. (laughs) (laughs) dive into those comments I just see I just see a little bit of myself in her so I do empathize with her where she's like I you know my the box labeled my old life and like doing stuff like that so i was like oh you know but she is like i mean she pisses me off like let's be let's be clear but my favorite character and i'm trying to not let this be oh my god i'm just like thirsty but (laughs) but i like dan because he seems like the most down to earth and normal Um, even even if it was just for thirst reasons he definitely yeah that's fine he is definitely one of the more grounded characters Especially in this episode. Like, if we're just going off thirst, though, I have to get this out of the way. Everyone else is totally overrated for the men. Like, Ooh, unfortunately, wow. I only like men. So, like, I I just... <laughs> that is unfortunate. I don't really see it with, like, Chase Crawford or um, Ever? whatever his name oh. is. Like, I, he had but, a bad hair day yeah. today. It was, like, again, I've been talking about this for a few episodes. It's very fluffy right now. He's a figure out the fluff factor. Um, but there's, there's some seasons where he really is like a jaw-dropping talent and a lot of people might have nate as like their number one of the three gossip girl men i i I find them all all attractive i think that gossip girl has one of the uh the hottest cast of all time um but (laughs) i I think penn badgley is always at 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 the top of that i think i'm with you right now especially yes number one for me 
Um, I think it's his hair. Something about like long hair, dark hair, of course, for me. Yeah, it, dep- mm-hmm. yeah, um, it depends. Yeah, sometimes, his... sometimes his hair is just not not doing it. It's a really sometimes it, looks sometimes it really depends like, on, well. on how uh, on, on <laughs> how his hair is going. But I think this is the second guest in a row that I uh, mentioned liking Dan. So he's he's yeah. a real hot streak. He has. I mean, pe- yeah. most people come on and hate him. You're thinking of Spencer. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to me, Spencer is most people. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you have a least favorite character as well even though you hate them all for the most part least favorite i'm not vibing with chuck because ew like i just didn't get a good vibe like if i interacted with a a person like chuck in my real life i would like i I just like i wouldn't acknowledge that person yeah like i just in real life like i would not know what to do i would not know what to do with this person i would would, said. no one talks like I would Chuck literally talks. just right I would just be like like go to therapy or something I don't know like you are weird <laughs> he, I did yeah. not like um I think he said something like oh get him drunk or something yeah, like, I was like ew yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he's in a particularly yeah, like ill moment in his life right now too so I, I'll, I'll give him a pass for now but you're you totally right you came into a bad Chuck period a bad Chuck stretch for sure I mean he had been on like the upward traje- trajectory even Chuck trajectory like, Chuck Jack, yeah, sure, that works. From like the end of season one all the way up to midway season three, and now he's just like really crashed. Yeah, he's in a yeah, bad I spot mean, right now. I definitely knew that he's kind of like bad boy vibes, but mm-hmm. watching it, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm not loving this. Even though I know everyone's like, you know, online shipping people, and they sure. a lot of the girls love Chuck, and I'm like, I, know. Ah, I yeah. don't know, not me. Right now, I, I don't. <laughs> necessarily ship chuck and blair because he uh, he does not deserve her at this very moment he, he needs to work right, yeah sure not really. he's got a lot he's got a long way to go to make things up to blair yeah um so let, let's get into the episode when lily's ex-husband dr william vanderwoodson played by uh brendan's uncle billy shows yes. up unexpectedly and yeah brendan your stepdad making an appearance on the show i unfortunately not, the thumbnail no, this, is, had this to, is not the stepdad this is um step uncle Dan- okay, Daniel, uncle, Daniel sorry. is the, uh, and, right, and again, right, right. also not stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> so for, 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 to be clear, um, my sister, Kaylee Baldwin, uh, my, my wow, we, we, we share, we what share a, a mother. Uh, her father is Daniel Baldwin. So he is my, Billy Baldwin is my sister's uncle. Yeah. So uncle Billy is uncle on Billy. the podcast. Your, your uncle Billy so we'll is call here on the Billy. podcast. Or I know, William. You, you'd been. You would have been unspoiled at this point. I was so excited for you for, for you to find out. I know. I was really upset to, to find out last week. Last yeah. Week. <laughs> still Wait, very funny. Are you saying, like, real life? Real life. Wait, like, the actor is your sister's uncle? That's correct. This guy, yeah. Billy Baldwin. This All of the Baldwins so are, are kind of my uncle. Wait, are you guys related? What's happening? <laughs> He's like, I'm also your sister. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I, I was like, oh, there. It's a bit. It's a bit. And then he no, no, was like, no. stop. Wait, wait, there's no like, punchline. Oh, okay. <laughs> what happens often? Yeah, we're just actually uh, again. It's a. This is a very informative podcast so far. We're, we're, we drop wow. all the bits. We're just. We're just coming with straight. It's back. switch ring fit and uh, the Baldwins. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, and then. You know what? I really got sidetracked when uh, Billy Baldwin came up, so we're just going to skip through the rest of this, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, synopsis. Uh, but the title reference, uh, can you get this one? The The episode of this title is Doctor is Strange Loved. Do you know what this reference is to keep to keep going the role that you've been on lately? Uh, I, I've heard of this. I think this is a film. 
Doctor Strange Love? Brendan, it is based on the 1964 film Doctor Strange you Love. Know, You've done it again. There was a real chance I accidentally said Doctor Strange, but I'm like, wait a second. That came out like <laughs> last year or two years ago. I don't know when. <laughs> I, I almost did that, so great job to me. I, I'm one of those people that is just bad with like movies and i'm one okay i'm one of those people that will rewatch the same sitcoms over and over again i'm a comfort viewer so i'm i'm not often watching new things which again like we said in the beginning of the podcast i was like i i cannot continue watching gossip girl i'm gonna stop and that's why i never continued (laughs) um so whatever you guys if you guys are referencing things i'm just like yeah Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we don't we don't know the reference here. Yeah, we, we, we this is just uh, me guessing based on their shitty title writing. <laughs> Brendan it. does hate the title writing. Brendan, you're now 11 for 19 on the season. I'm even a if you go stud. Even if you I, you were really floundering at the beginning. I told you that easy stretch yeah. was coming up. Even if you finish uh oh for the last 3 of the season, you'll still finish at 500. I mean, pretty yeah. impressive if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone everyone is impressed. Um, we, we start the episode everyone with a great moved. song, the, the the classic Two Weeks by Grizzly Bear. Um, yeah, I was waiting uh, for uh, Gambino's rhymes. I was going to say, sampled by Childish Gambino, of yeah. course. I was waiting for his verse to come in. Um, Nate is uh, now making Jenny waffles. Uh, she's wearing one of his shirts. It seems like she slept over. Like, wh- what is going on? And, and waffles are very dangerous, because you know how Nate gets when he's around breakfast foods. <laughs> oh, he really does. Luckily, they had no strawberries in sight, though. Yeah. Yeah, that could have got that could have gotten really dangerous. Mm. If you wanted some strawberries, you would have had to go in. to the uh, universe of The Last of Us. I'm sure a lot of people Listen, understand I, uh, that out there. Haven't, haven't been seeing, haven't been watching the, the Last of Us, which I heard is uh, very good. Yeah, you guys already know I'm I'm not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> am I, I watching? Seeing... Am I watching reruns of The Nanny? Yeah, of course. I am. yeah say no more. <laughs> I, I keep seeing nonstop tweets about the most recent episode of The Last of Us. Oh but, my god. Uh, what, a, what an yeah. episode. But, uh, yeah, the, the, I hate the nanny. <laughs> it, I have it was, to making, go. I would making be, enemies like, on the falling box. asleep to Nick at night in my bunk beds, and then I would wake up with a shock at the fucking voice of the nanny. Hey, leave her at the I almost hit my voice. head on the ceiling. I was on top bunk. She's funny. She's I, one you of know, the funniest white women ever. I bet if I watched it as an adult, I would like it, but, like, 12-year-old Brendan was just not happy. I wanted more oh. uh, Fresh Prince. And then... After we finish Gossip Girl, True. I think we're going to do the, na- the Nanny rewatch. I'll be on every single episode. Come on now. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so Nate calls Jenny out for wearing a shirt, and she says it looks comfy comfy to sleep in. Turns out it's Serena's favorite as well. Um, I was wondering where Rufus thought that Jenny was, but uh, she, do- she does explain that. She says that uh, she told Rufus she was staying at some girl named Sawyer's house. I don't know if we've met this girl or, or what, but uh, that was good enough for Rufus. And... Jenny asked Nate if he still hasn't heard from Serena, which is funny because, as we know, Jenny intentionally is not hel- telling him that she called for him already, uh, which <laughs> you ha- even yeah. at the beginning of the episode, I was just watching, like, she has to be, she has to get found out soon. Like, as soon as Nate talks to Serena about this, Serena's going to be like, oh, so when Je- Jenny gave you that message, I delivered, but. Right. Well, she's hoping he's too stupid to even bring that up, and then it'll just kind of get, That's yeah. a fair hope. You know. <laughs> I mean. What I don't understand about this show is like, pull out your Blackberry Pearl, text your girlfriend, and be no, like, he "Hey, what's up? Why not?" He says, "I don't want to be the one that texts her first. Oh my god! You know, I've I been can't. there before. I get that back then. He says, "I don't." <laughs> want, he's 
He thinks she's still with Carter. He says he's not going to be the first person to call her. It's it is strange that Serena has not tried to call him again since since she called him and Jenny answered and she asked her to deliver a message. Like she hasn't heard from Nate since. So why wouldn't she like try calling him again? Right. It's a two-way street. Why can't she pull out her Blackberry Pearl and give him another call? Leave a voicemail if needed. Who knows? Like It, it doesn't make any sense, but uh, we, we do get confirmation that Nate slept on the couch, not not in bed with Jenny. So, uh, And also, they spent the night all night playing Wii Tennis, which we've already went on our 10-minute tangent on. Uh, great way to spend the night. Oh, yeah. And Jenny, Jenny wants to know if they're still on for the Tim Burton exhibit at MoMA, and Nate confirms that they are, but then he gets a text from Serena, just landed, so sorry, call you when I'm home. So uh, he switches courts here, and... Uh, Jenny tries to get him to change his mind, and she's like, are you sure? She said she'd call, but to Nate's credit, he wants to talk to Serena in person and ask for a rain check and uh, even tousles Jenny's hair on the way out, which is not, not where she wants to be in this relationship right <laughs> Definitely now. Definitely not. With the hair tousling. No, no, way to, to, uh, no way to really signify that there is nothing more than a friendship than a, a nice hair tousel. I mean, I wouldn't want to be the hair tousler in that situation, too, because she's still got the greasy hair going on. Like, I feel like <laughs> Nate could use the grease from his fingers to fry a fucking egg at this point. <laughs> she, so she just woke up. Give her some, <laughs> some slack. So watching this out of context, the, being the very first scene that I'm seeing in years, I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay, I can curse, right? <laughs> yes. Go yes. for it. Curse up a storm. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like, they fucked. Like, that's oh, what happened. Whoa, whoa, you think? Okay. Oh, Well, wait—is she like way younger? No, I'm just no, upset I mean, that you said fuck, but we yeah. moved past it. Oh um, no, I mean she... you said fuck. <laughs> 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 no, oh sorry, we for, we forgot to alert you that the bits are back. We're doing bits again. <laughs> We're doing bits, bits are back. Again. Oh, Christ! <laughs> bits are back, baby. Um, no, Jenny. Jenny is canonically two years younger than Nate in the show. Um, but yeah, the 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 actor and actress uh, a little little bit more than that. So yeah, I think that's uh, part that confuses me because the, the two year yeah. difference is not like a, a huge deal. I guess college and high school maybe there's a little bit of a, a gap there, but I think it just looks so bad because of the physical like actor ages. Yeah, where Jenny is like sixteen playing sixteen, and Nate's yeah. like twenty four playing. It'll always uh, get in my head. Yeah, twenty four playing nineteen or whatever. Um, but I hate but when yeah. they do that. I, I I do too, but what are you gonna do? Um, Serena is in the limo with Lily, and not only are they fighting, which uh, are not fighting, which I thought might be the case after she found found her with his dad, her dad yet again. Um, but they are sitting arm in arm together, and Lily has told Serena everything, and now she knows she has to tell Rufus the real reason she's been lying to him. And Serena's like, "Oh, don't worry, it's Rufus; he'll understand." And like, what Rufus are we talking about here? If I, if I know <laughs> Rufus, like he doesn't under, he doesn't understand anything; he just gets mad. That's exactly what he does. <laughs> So w- w- I mean, was William not in the uh, the hotel room with Lily last time? When when Serena ends the episode by opening up the door to her mother, I think he must. I think. Oh, I guess not because Serena meets him for the first time in this episode. So I yeah. guess he wasn't because she was going to there. go see him. That's where the PI said that he was. Right. Yeah. I don't know what. So I was expecting there. to see <laughs> her open up the door and then Lily answers and then behind Lily you see him on the bed right. naked like with a strawberry in front of his Johnson. <laughs> yeah, we really missed a lot. I don't know what I don't know what happened in that scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah i I will say though, um, I think that he has the right to be mad in this case just based off of the. The reasoning that they gave for sure, not yeah. telling him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, of course, the first thing should be, 
the sorry the first concern should be is she okay and that Absolutely. is what he the first reaction he did have so i don't know i was just kind of like making faces at my screen like oh because you it'll make you feel more sick if you tell somebody like uh, yeah, right. <laughs> that really doesn't it's make your yeah. loved ones right no you, I you get, can't tell anyone I, how I to get... feel about it of course but like Fair. The, to, where credit i will give is to rufus only because he has handled things like this so much worse so yes. for Rufus standards, he did a great job. <laughs> right. No, I'm not even saying that he, he shouldn't have been mad or anything. I'm just saying it, it is weird to paint him with the brush that uh, he is an understanding person totally. that, will, that will understand when that is not historically accurate. Um, mm. We Apparently, we get some backstory here. They, they knew each other back in the day. They don't always get along. I uh, didn't know that at Rufus and uh, daughter, Dr. Daddy, as Gossip Girl calls him, <laughs> knew each other. Um, but Serena tells Lily that she's here for her. So that's nice. Um over over at Blair's place, Dorota's trying to sneak up on Blair, but uh, Blair's able to spot her easily because Dorota is eight months pregnant and Blair is standing in front of a mirror. And Blair is <laughs> Blair is throwing a, a brunch for Manhattan's most eligible bachelors, but Dorota does not think it's a great idea. She, of course, wants to feed the ducks on the pond instead, like just like the old days. And Blair Blair's still trying to get over Chuck, though. Uh, Dorota doesn't want her to rush back into dating. And Blair's going to ask Dorota to throw out a box of junk that we see as uh, all of her Chuck mementos, as as Lavina, you, you said that you were able to relate to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I And I will say that I do love the, these two's dynamic. Um, Absolutely. Uh, just walking again, just walking. I say this a lot today, but just walking into this episode out of context from you from years ago. Um, I love their dynamic, um, especially at as it wraps up towards the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. I think that um, Blair's storyline during this episode is my favorite. I, I think I have to agree. Oh, I yeah. was I was loving everything Blair in this episode. Um, the Blair Dorota relationship overall is like one of the best ones in the show and we've been we've been getting a lot of it in the last few episodes. And Dorota's been racking up those MVP points as a result. Yeah. I mean sometimes they, they give Blair a plot line where she's by herself and it doesn't fully work and she is still being charming and funny. But it feels like it's for no reason. This this one works actually really well. And the one thing it's missing though is I wish they actually had a plot that was her being like the bachelorette. I would love to see yeah, this competition. That, that, <laughs> that would have been fun, yes. Would have been a lot of fun. Yeah, Blair Blair really floated around this episode. She was with Dorota, then she was with Dan and Vanessa, she was with Chuck for a little bit. Yeah, she like, did a little bit of everything. I got to interact with everyone. Um Rufus hears that someone is coming in. He thinks it's Lily, but no. As was spoiled last week, it is it is uh, Brendan's step-uncle Billy Baldwin as the Dr. Daddy Vanderwoods in himself. And uh, I guess, Brendan, how, your first episode with, with your with your step-uncle, how, how's he doing so far? <laughs> he's, he's doing all right. Um, I feel like none of the Baldwins are, like, super esteemed actors. I mean, maybe except for the shamed Alec. And that's what you say at your family reunions, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> that is what I say. And I, and I do say shame, shame Alec when I see him. <laughs> Wow. Um, but yeah, I want to know more. <laughs> I haven't we'll actually, talk after. I haven't seen any of them in a long, long time since I was a kid. But uh, I, I definitely met all of them at some point. But I, uh, I, I wasn't Crazy. old enough to judge their acting at that point. Now, <laughs> come, come after me, Baldwin's. My favorite. Um, I have to say this. Um, my favorite performance of his was when he guest starred on Friends. Oh, I don't remember it was that so episode. Bad. Which, who, which episode was that? Um, he played, he was dating Phoebe Buffay, and he was, like, super overly optimistic and annoying. It was so funny. <laughs> okay. it, it was genuinely hilarious. I would that. recommend it. I love a, a, good, a good Phoebe plot. <laughs> 
So uh, Rufus asks what he is doing here, and he needs to see Lily. And he's also, he doesn't leave when Rufus tells him to, and he uh, drops the bomb that Lily still is not telling him something. And then he's going to make himself at home and just waits for Lily to arrive. Uh, what, do, what do you think they talked about while they were waiting for, for Lily to walk? <laughs> It was definitely Rufus just like, no, seriously, man, you got to leave. And just being like, nope, I'm staying right here. Ari knows Rufus well enough to know that he should probably just start talking about waffles. <laughs> you got any waffles? Ah, oh, funny you should ask. <laughs> it was so awkward. I'm like, what are, like, what, are, exactly, like, what are you guys going to be talking about while you're <laughs> yeah. waiting? And I just that did not get been... good vibes off of uh, Michael, you said his name is? William? Uh, William. 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 Why did I think Michael? William. I just got horrible vibes. I was like, this guy's a liar. I'm not liking this. That's what I was like. Uh, when we get to it, we'll get to it. But that's why I was like yelling at my screen because of him wow. later. Yeah. I mean, he seems, I mean, he at the very least is uh, pretending to be a stand-up guy. And that's kind of how he portrays himself until we, we see definitely some shady stuff going on at, at the end of the episode. But Yeah, he does, uh, he does yeah. definitely portrays himself as being like good guy Willie. But uh, yeah, good, good just, guy. Wasn't you, buying you, it. You, you can't just That's come. Doctor, I, I wasn't fully buying it either, just because you can't come in and just pretend to Serena that you're a great dad and that everything you like, you, you're the complete opposite person that you used to be that everybody knows. You're, you're just fully, you fully switched. That, that's just not how it works. There's got to be a cliffhanger in Gossip Girl. Oh, there has right. to there be has a cliffhanger. Um, so. Jenny is still hanging out at Nate's place, and she's getting ready to leave, but Chuck has come home uh, very drunk and with two girls. Seems like he's also trying to get over Blair, perhaps. And they have uh, quite the greeting when he walks in, and Jenny's just like, you look like hell. And he says, small price to pay to feel like heaven. Which just goes back to our point, like, no one in the world speaks like Chuck Bass. Like, how is this an actual human? <laughs> you just have that retort ready. Human? Yeah, like, there is no way he knew that Jenny would greet him like, you look like hell. So he couldn't have had that pre-planned, but he's... Well, it's also, like, his face that he makes when he's talking. It's like, no yeah. one looks like that in real life. <laughs> if someone looked at me while speaking to me like that, I'd be like, why are you doing that with your face? Yeah, Stop. it's like the smirk and then the eyebrow raise at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he where Nate is and asks if they finally close the deal because uh, he's noticed that Jenny's been like following Nate around ever since Serena's been MIA. And Chuck is just going to – he's been gross the last two episodes. He's going to continue to be kind of gross. He's uh, describing to Jenny how he thinks the night might have went. And he tells Jenny that Nate's going to stick with Serena until she pushes him away, which normally she would never do that. But Chuck – uh, for some reason, is going to give Jenny the idea that if Serena thinks Nate betrayed her, then she'd drive him right into her arms. And Jenny also wants to know why he's telling her this. And it turns out he just wants his friend back, which is going to be a lot easier with Serena out of the picture. I mean, I I like Chuck helping out Jenny here. It's a, it's a fun team up. And Jenny's been like on this path for a few episodes now. You might as well try and close the deal here. And, and Chuck's going to be the one that's, that could definitely help her, if anybody. Two, two characters both downward spiraling. Yeah, Me, just, let's, up let's, let's see it. For the very rare, perhaps first time ever, Chuck Jenny mess around. <laughs> I mean, it was more like he was kind of pulling the strings from behind the scene until they go to the party later, I guess. But yeah, I I, uh, I enjoyed them teaming up. So is Jenny just like a love struck teenager? Yeah, I yeah, mean I Jenny. Jenny has recently fallen for Nate and uh, is. Yeah, Nate was nice to her once. Like, and this the, is what the thing happens. about yeah, uh... yeah, yeah, the thing about Jenny is when she wants something, she stops at nothing to get it, and usually she's able to do that. But uh, didn't didn't go so well for her in this episode. No, not at all. So Jenny is going to take Nate's shirt, Serena's favorite, to make things seem suspicious, and you know, I, 
again, like she obviously you can get Sir Nate and Serena to fight about this, which which she does. Maybe even break up if she's lucky. But like actually winning Nate over afterward is such a delicate balance that would be hard to achieve. As as we see later in this episode, it, it there's so many moving parts. It just takes Nate and Serena to like actually talk to each other for the whole thing to unravel. Yeah, it does. Um, I, I guess she's also hoping that Nate is such a simpleton that he'll be like. Well, that didn't work out. I guess I'll go to the other girl that's right in front of me, which to me sounds like a kind of a good plan. So props to Nate for it not working and him sticking to his guns and not just going to whatever's right in his lap. Eventually, yeah. yeah. At first, he's getting played left and right Right, from Jenny and from Chuck. I wouldn't really get the vibe from him that he would need to immediately rebound with the first girl he sees. That's not really the vibe I get off of him. Right. Maybe from Chuck, obviously we're oh, seeing yeah. that, but um, not from, not from him. I keep wanting to say chase, but, but yeah, yeah Nate, Nate. He, he's proven himself too. In the past couple episodes, especially a couple ago where Jenny literally kisses him. He's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> so I don't know why she thinks that she yeah, has a He's still like, Still, still hanging out with her a bunch. Thinks nothing of it when like Jenny's still like hanging out with him all the time, hanging, hanging around him, refusing to leave. Yeah. Um, he should be probably more clear with the boundaries. Um, before she eventually tries to kiss kiss him again in this episode. Right. He he thinks too little of it. Where he should think about like, oh, you right. know, what? maybe I shouldn't let those girls sleep in my apartment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but to him, like that's the Rufus... his point. Is like, well, I didn't think anything of it at all. So you should be happy about yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> back, back to Rufus and William. William, like like we said, he's kind of his thing. He's just being downright pleasant, which is kind of infuriating for Rufus because uh, he just keeps reiterating that you you won't be staying here. You're not going to stay here. You're going to check out of your hotel. And uh, the thing is, we, we know, and I think William also knows. That we we know Rufus the cock isn't going to have the final say in this matter. Yeah, he, he acts like a hardo, but uh, it's really easy to pull one over on Rufus. <laughs> yeah, oh. I mean, like, I can empathize with the women wanting to, you know, something terrible is happening to me, like, to the mom, and she's just kind of like, well, yeah, this is my ex, but I still want to go to him because it's familiar, it's comfortable, I feel safe here. So I can definitely empathize with them wanting to stay with him as the doctor. Sure, and he's a, he's like a... Big shot billionaire surgeon, so he must be right. doing something. Right. He yeah, must absolutely. be good at his it's, job. It makes sense to me. I could see next episode Rufus starting his doctor degree. He, starting his what? His like doctor degree. He's gonna go to med, med school. Starting. I was gonna say episode. yeah. He's gonna be like, oh, you, you think you're gonna be there? I'll be there, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> How hard could it be? <laughs> wow, these characters are so determined. <laughs> episode starts with him and his stethoscope. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, Lily finally returns, and Rufus greets her with a big kiss. Just kind of a, a fuck you to William there. And Lily Lily notices that, that Will is here. So does Serena. And the moment we've been waiting for all season has finally happened. Serena has met her father. Yes. Uh, very underwhelming after building up for an entire kind of, season. Yeah, a little okay. bit underwhelming to kind of meet him like this with, like, like her not expecting it other people in the room and especially since it's literally been driving her every mode of the entire season and 19 episodes in we finally get it this is crazy because of course i didn't know that that was the very first time ever and i didn't clock that because it was so underwhelming <laughs> right yeah yeah like why and... does everybody else get to see him first she should be the first <laughs> yeah. it should be like she should be you should watch her eyes kind of light up, and then like, what is yeah. she looking yeah. at? Papa, and then Papa? there, <laughs> Papa, <laughs> you are like Papa. <laughs> so, um, Lily asks, "What's going on?" Uh, like we said, probably not the way Serena envisioned this meeting happening, but 
Lily is finally going to tell the truth here. She tells Rufus it wasn't her mother it was who was sick. It was Lily herself. And that's why she and William were together over the summer, because he was treating her. And that's also why he couldn't see Serena. Uh, he wanted to see her, but as Lily's doctor, he couldn't tell Serena why he was there and didn't want to lie. Which, I don't know, I, I feel like he could have figured Ugh. something out instead of just ignoring, <laughs> ignoring Serena yeah. for so long. Ridiculous. He makes it sound pretty good, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a suggestion, but I mean, come on. If you wanted to see your daughter, you could have figured something out. Yeah. So he's saying that because he was her doctor, did, does he mean it in like a HIPAA violation? Yeah, like a doctor kind of patient. Way? I think so. Yeah, I think he's saying he. Get out of here. No. <laughs> he couldn't tell Jenny why he was why he was there and he didn't want to lie to her. Absolutely. That is your <laughs> child. That is your spawn. I don't yeah. want to hear it. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah it's not. Know. It's not just like you're some random doctor. That, that's your daughter. Right. That's yeah, crazy. So, uh, Rufus asks Lily how she's feeling. She's feeling good. She just had her six month checkup, and she'll be getting the results soon. And you know, they they say it's very treatable. They're kind of uh, dancing around the word cancer, but we I think we do get mm-hmm. confirmation when she says uh, not to say the c word in the house. Yeah, as close as we get is right. saying that. I wonder. I wonder why. It must be something about like the channel they're on or something. Maybe like CW. It's in CW or what were they on? I forget. They were on CW. Yeah. Like maybe they mm-hmm. that channel doesn't want them that's, to, to that's say the cancer. Or that's something. what CW stands for. C word. <laughs> <laughs> cancer woman. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, they were dancing around the word sex last week. They're dancing around the word cancer this week. I don't know. I don't know what happened to them. They, they dance around the word sex. What? Yeah, they, 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 they say they, sleep they, with instead. So they were, Get they out. Said, Which I'd like you said, to say from now on too. I don't like when you say fuck on this program. <laughs> they said, I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> they, no, they said I. Uh, they said that's the guy. They said uh, they party together every time he's in town. <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, you know what? They, yeah, okay. You know what? Let me formally apologize because I am realizing, Lavina, this is a teen drama. <laughs> Let me not be so harsh with my words. Yeah, leave oh, I... leave the fucking to the boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, William's very optimistic. Uh, Rufus is, you know, he says he's very sorry she's been going through this alone. And Lily just wants to treat everything like it's normal, not bring this up to anyone. Like, which definitely sounds like our Lily. Like, I, and the, this Lily is, pretty is definitely the type her, of person. Yeah. yeah, she does not want anyone to know that something is going on. I mean, this on. is like the, how it started, like the series started, with, but with Eric. And she didn't want anyone to right. know that Eric was sick and um, tried to commit suicide and all that stuff. It was covering everything up. But that was more for, yeah. I guess, for, for family PR reasons. And this is... Just because right. she doesn't know how to handle her emotions. Yeah. So Rufus tells Lily they still need to talk, and he tells William that he and his family need some time alone. Uh, but before he goes, uh, Doctor Daddy Vanderwoodson asks Serena if they can go somewhere and talk. And he says, "This is this is one of my favorite things." He says he'd love for Eric to come too, but unfortunately, ah man, Eric's an Andover with the debate team. <laughs> I so he love that. He doesn't get to talk to his estranged father. Like, does anyone even call Eric to let him know that his father's in town? So this is nuts. <laughs> no, he'll find out when he gets back. <laughs> It's so crazy. Ah, you just missed Dr. Daddy. Oh, Dad was just here. You know the guy you haven't seen in 15 years? He was just here, but we had to let we didn't we had to let you do your debate tournament. (laughs) But don't worry, Mom's got cancer. Or does she? I'm not sure. I think she's getting prescription medicine she doesn't need. Did anyone call Eric to tell him about the cancer? (laughs) This plot like this is so terrible. (laughs) I mean, like the whole time I knew it was coming, like let's be perfectly honest, but it's just like, damn, like, this is serious stuff. It is. Yeah. And I'm fully, we'll talk about it at the end, but I'm not sure, fully sure what to think of the entire cancer thing. Like, what? when did it begin and end? Yes. Uh, we right. still do not have the timeline on that at, uh, at the moment. So um, 
<clears throat> Serena says she's going to change, and then she'll meet up with him. And then uh, Rufus says Serena she's okay, and she's like, yep. Uh, but she at least owes her dad a conversation after all that he's done for Lily. So we're going to hop over to Dan and Vanessa now. And I'm loving the new tradition of not introducing Dan and Vanessa into the episode until we're like a quarter of the way through. Yes, good. And, and if Vanessa's not there, then let Dan have a whole episode. Exactly, yeah. But consider- I'm okay with that. Yeah, Because Vanessa, for some reason can't have any storylines with anyone besides Dan, she's going to continue to to drag him down whenever he's, she's here. But and Dan is reading his rejection letter from Tish. And of course, because this, this is a teen drama, we have the classic rule where there's only one spot for a transfer student, and he didn't get it. And, uh, man, I wonder who did. Because <laughs> Vanessa decides this is the time to tell Dan that it was her who got the spot. Uh, she didn't tell him because she didn't think she had a shot. But after she wrote that short, she was thinking about how great it would be if they both got in. Yeah, so what did... What did uh... The spots cut by half, like, this week? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't know. It's so stupid. This is never a thing where people are like, okay, by the way, we only have one spot from this place. We, we'll take two people from this school. We'll take one person from this school. It's always just a way to get these people in the teen dramas fighting over this one spot that exists. Right. This, like, this is reality, a relatable if, scenario. If, when in reality, if they were both good enough to get in, they would both get in. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. I... I don't understand like I don't know if they're just trying like, just kind of like you said they're trying to create as much conflict as possible but it really sets people up in real life that people like me who are watching these kinds of shows in high school when I was applying for <laughs> colleges I'm like oh it makes it even worse you're like oh my I'm never getting in like there's only a certain amount of spots yeah. left it has to be prestigious right. when in reality it's a like, cool like go to a state school to a community college you're fine which is what yeah, I did yeah. and then transfer no, we, we all know that that colleges only take one person from each from each high school so <laughs> totally. if you have a friend that wants to go to the same school as you they are your enemy now you can't there's no way you're Not both gonna get in school. yeah <laughs> and uh, Dan finally uh, composes himself enough to congratulate Vanessa and says if it wasn't him, he's glad it was her. And they should celebrate tonight. Art party in Bushwick. And and then how come we've never been to a, invited to an art party in Bushwick? I don't, I've been invited to plenty of Bushwick parties, but never, uh, no, an, art never party an art Bushwick. party. Never an art party, specifically themed <laughs> yeah. as an art party. Never. What does that even mean? Like, <laughs> Who it's knows? a museum? People, people just display I mean, I, their I art I guess based in, on what it looked Bushwick, like I guess? towards the end of the episode, there was just art everywhere. <laughs> I guess that's, yeah. that's what qualifies it as. <laughs> Sure. That yeah, is I guess so. so San Francisco. I was gonna say that's <laughs> that like the most Brooklyn so... thing ever, but I guess that's the uh, the West Coast version of it. Oh, totally. Like, oh my god, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lily and Rufus are having their talk. Rufus obviously wants to know why she didn't tell him, and like you were saying, but to his credit. Uh, he doesn't want to be mad at Lily this time. He just he just wants to understand. Yeah. He's he's like begging Lily to talk to him. Uh, and at Lily least he's focusing his frustration on him and not her. So I'm I'm glad about that. Yeah. Don't yeah, Lily says she was scared. She couldn't bear to look uh, the look on his face. And like we said, it makes sense that she wouldn't want people treating her like she was sick. But then she says that uh, Will told her that people, when people start treating you like you're sick, your body listens to it, which I've never heard of this. But I guess if a doctor's saying it, it must be true. Right. I mean, like, it, it, the thought process sort of makes sense for something like that because you hear a lot of times that for the C word, um, you, it's <laughs> like you? your, your attitude helps you get past it. But he's talking about this as if this is like a, a legitimate scientific thing like yeah. oh well, so but if mr right. billionaire dr daddy says then, it must be and then anything and then anytime someone calls him on it he's like yeah but look everything i've done has worked so far so uh like, well apparently not because the desk later come back <laughs> false like they Can't come argue back with like, results oh. baby like, i should probably I keep mean, treating like, her like you ruined it the first time i'm surprised you that can when use 
Sorry, I I was just passionate about this particular topic because like you can use that excuse for probably almost anything but cancer. Like cancer is something very, very serious. And like, of course, stress exacerbates a lot of things. But like you can say, okay, like try to de-stress as much as you can in your life because it can physically affect you. It's true. I'm sure all three right. of us have had those effects in our lives before. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, to use that as an excuse for this is absolutely <laughs> crazy. And it's I was insane. like bursting out laughing. Yeah, and it's I think insane. even I, Rufus sort of sees that. And like, this sounds exactly like yeah. the guy I hate. He's just like, oh, so Will is behind this. Right. <laughs> and that's that's the first time Lily says that uh, he's not the bad guy because everything he's done has worked. I'm surprised that when uh. the... Uh, the test supposedly came back negative. He wasn't like, oh, it's because she told too many people. It's because she's talking <laughs> yeah. to Rufus too much. She, let's go. I'm taking her. She's got to go back to my place. <laughs> and then he so like uses creepy. the men in black like f- forgetting pen <laughs> on him. And then she's all better. <laughs> back to Blair and Dorota. Blair is yelling at Dorota for not sending out the invitations because no one has arrived. And she thinks Dorota sabotaged her brunch, doesn't understand what's happening. So Blair pulls this poor waiter into the discussion and's like, you'd be thrilled to date me, wouldn't you? And he's just like, yeah, you're totally hot with like the doofiest grin on his face. And then face. she like bats her eyelashes at him. It's and then the, the, yeah, the way he smiles, she smiles in relief after he says that was so <laughs> like, funny. Oh, I love you. I love how unrealistic a lot of this, the dialogue in this show is, but like, that's why we love our 2010s teen dramas. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. You're totally hot. Too like, hot. I don't think I've ever had anyone say that t- to me. Like who, well, that actually sounds kind of sad, but like, you get what I mean. <laughs> I was going to say, watch out for our listeners. Once I told them that they're all single, you're going to get a lot of totally hot. <laughs> totally. They're a bunch totally of creeps. I'm, yeah, I'm still waiting Stop for someone to, to tell me that I'm totally hot someday. <laughs> I'll tell you. That's uh, what every, I'll tell you next time I see you. That's what everyone <laughs> dreams dreams of hearing. <laughs> so Dorota thinks that maybe this is a sign and starts gearing up for another speech. But uh, Blair's, like we said, Blair's been doing this for two episodes now. I guess she's sick of the uh, Dorota heart to hearts already. And so Blair <laughs> figures out mid sentence, like she's uh, Brian's guy, Doctor House, that Chuck must be behind <laughs> all of this, and uh, clearly he has declared a dating fatwa on her. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the word of the episode, I think. Never have I heard this word so much since uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I know. I was going to say, like that, that came out later than this episode, too. So I feel like Curb maybe <laughs> yeah. stole the Fatwa plot from Gossip Girl. Yeah, I think Curb has been uh, mining old Gossip Girl episodes. To, to, to get I love that timeline. Yeah. That's, I love that. <laughs> so... Uh, Jenny just happens to run into Serena, and she asks, acts very happy to see her, uh, asks when she got back, and Serena says she just got in, and by the looks of it, so did Jenny. And Jenny tells her that she spent the night at a friend's house, and uh, Serena tells Jenny that she's about to see her father, so she has to run, but then she sees her favorite shirt in Jenny's bag and falls right into Jenny's trap. So Jenny comes clean, uh, you know, quote-unquote, and tells her, oh yeah, she, you know, I crashed at Nate's, but yeah, of course nothing's happened. He slept on the couch, you gotta believe me. Uh, give give little Jay the, the Academy Award so far here. Yeah, this this is yes. insane. A bad bad job by Serena by just letting her go with this. Why are you right. carrying Nate's shirt? And why why does she continue to walk <laughs> away with it too? Like, why would you be that's carrying? That's what I'm saying. Well, like, this yeah. is what confused me. I was like, are, are we? Not, I'm not saying like I'm gonna condone like a physical fight or something, but like fight for your Call man her out, at least at least a little bit more than just be like okay. Like, she, and you haven't yeah. watched like the few episodes like, before this, but Jenny's been I, on a streak of like trying to fuck do. Nate, so you should probably. Ask her a little bit, like maybe press her on this just a little bit more. This is three episodes hey, now, and, and Serena, 
Yeah, and Serena knows this, and she's still not suspicious about the phone call that she left the message with Jenny that she never uh, <laughs> that she never delivered. But and then she's like, she gives the shirt back to her and is like, "Okay, you'll probably see him before I do." <laughs> that is just like I was like, "Girl, come on, do something, stand up." Yeah, very strange. Um, Dan run in, runs into Willa, our old friend Willa Weinstein, who has quite the episode, and she, oh god, she worse she actor than Billy Baldwin. I was going to say. Oh, she, God, okay, yes. Okay. okay, so she tells him that she's really sorry, and she was looking forward to him being at Tish next year. Uh, she never thought Vanessa would, would get in, which joined the club. No no one did. Um, <laughs> and Dan's like, wait, even you knew that Vanessa was applying? And Willa replies, and you didn't. Wow, that hurts. In, like, the most monotone <laughs> wow, voice ever. Hurts. And this is what yeah. I was going to – has she always been this bad at acting? She's been in a she few episodes. She hasn't gotten a lot of the, lines, though, I feel like. There have been, like, yeah, one-offs the, here and there. <laughs> This is the first I'm noticing how she really only has one tone to her voice and she uses it no matter how excited she's supposed yeah, she, to be. She went to the, the school of acting of Aaron Rose or something. <laughs> she really did. Who gets name dropped in this episode? He does. Um, they did not yeah, like I, but, her. No, well, she... I, I really, at first, I'm like... I really did. She sucks at acting, but like she's just here. I don't care about it too much. And then she really goes out with a bang at the end of the episode. I really, <laughs> really loved her in this episode. And I got to tell you... The terrible acting worked for me as well. Every time she delivered a line in a, ter- in a terrible monotone voice, I was like, yep, let's keep going with I mean, that. That's- it, you're, you're, I partially agree with you just because she's coming between Vanessa and Dan. So that, she's helping in that respect. Yeah. I, I love, and I love that she just hates Vanessa so much. It's so funny. <laughs> Because Dan also throws out that he's a, he's a little peeved that Vanessa's story that got sure. her in was based on his story in The New Yorker. And that's when Willa tells Dan that submiss- submissions have to be original work. And Dan's still playing this off like everything's fine. He's like, ah, I'm sure she didn't realize. and that. But Willa really just wants to stir up some shit here. And he tells Dad... Uh, tells not dad tells Dan that her dad who <laughs> will not be named dad. on this podcast is is on the is on the board of directors and that Dan was the runner up so this was actually Dan's spot and the school needs to know there's runner ups like is this American Idol <laughs> <laughs> they, they reveal who the top two are that, that we're gonna, right? that we're <laughs> who was robbed who was the robbed queen <laughs> yeah I, I called Dan in was, for Dan Dan was the robbed <laughs> god of this season of uh, who wants to be Tish's next writer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dan's like, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna do that to my girlfriend, but like at the same time, Vanessa sucks. I don't. What, what should he do? I mean, I feel like you obviously should not go behind your girlfriend's back and do something like this, but at the same time, it is Vanessa. Well, my question is, isn't she supposed to be working on her documentaries and like, isn't she like a, like a digital media major or something? Why is she all of a sudden an English writing major? Yeah, that's, she says that before. She's like, yeah, I I applied to like the film and the the film the TV and film. Uh, program but i i never expected to get into the the dramatic writing program but apparently that's what she got in for i mean probably because her documentaries all suck like yeah yeah that's true but people seem to like them yeah i again i just popping into this episode i'm like why is everyone in this show's reactions so muted i get that you know (laughs) i i can respect dan's reaction a little bit because obviously he's like well this sucks for me but like i want to be happy for my girlfriend and support her so i can understand his a little bit more but like serena's reactions like everyone's reactions are just like crazy to me they're just so like (laughs) Yeah, ho hum. We're rich. It's fine. Okay, bye. That's what it is. <laughs> well, that was a good Serena Serena's, impression. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Serena's <laughs> Serena's too concerned with what's going on with her dad, I guess, to actually care about anything else. Um, but even Willa, those reactions are muted. I, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Willa is really invested in Dan getting into Tish and seems more upset that he than he is that he's not. So, so she just calls her dad, even though Dan specifically told her, her not to. 
Yeah, I mean, this entire thing, you, you can't blame Dan for. He, he, no, he that's what I was gave out the information no he, he had. He didn't thing. know that she wrote a different story. It's not his fault. Uh, he was just like, he was just venting quickly to this random girl. Yeah, and she took it and ran. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nate meets Serena in the lobby. Uh, Serena greets him very coldly. She's like, "Hey, uh, what the hell are you doing here?" <laughs> oh he's God. like, uh, "Oh, sorry. I thought we should talk, but she needs to uh, go meet with her father." And he's like, "Oh, what, what, what's going on with that?" But Serena doesn't want to talk to Nate about it yet. And Nate says that he's been waiting, and she still never tells him anything. And then Serena's like, "Yeah, were you waiting alone, or were you waiting with someone else?" Which is kind of like a cagey way to ask what she what what she wants to know. I don't know why she just doesn't say like. Why'd you sleep? Why'd Jenny sleep over last night? Right. I, I thought she was even going to go further and just try and catch him and be like, oh, what did you do last night? And then when he right. lied, then she's like, oh, you lied to me before. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's just then... like, are we surprised? No, no. yeah, of course so not. The argument plays out like Jenny knew it would. And Jenny's also just like watching it all happen while she's like hiding a few <laughs> feet away. <laughs> so uh, Serena's still mad because she doesn't want to talk about this right now because she has a lot going on. And Nate's still mad because Serena never tells him anything. So I, I guess I can see where, where both of them are coming from. But uh, mostly mostly I'm just still Team Jenny, though, even though she's still being a little shit. Yeah. I mean, like, and of course, like Serena does have a lot going on, but this is what she always does. She's, she's the whiner and Jenny's looking to get what she wants. She's in the middle of her, her great conniving plot right now. And Serena's just... Like, she can't take two seconds to talk to this guy who's right in front of her face. Just give him something here. All they, all they need is one conversation, and everything everything will yeah. be fine. That's just it. say, my dad's here, mom has cancer, and then, like, walk away. That's all you need to say. <laughs> dad's here, mom has cancer, what's going on with Jenny? <laughs> right. That covers it all. <laughs> we, let's wrap this episode up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... I, these people, okay, of course, they're muted, but also they just don't say anything like they they don't tell the tr- i get it it's gossip girl it's a teen drama like they're supposed to just have all this conflict but i feel like a lot of this stuff objectively is very solvable oh yeah <laughs> like, they, in they the real give world you're just like yeah it's like okay yeah your your mother's going through something really terrible and like i can empathize with that but wouldn't she want support from your boyfriend right i don't understand why she doesn't want to tell him about this it's very strange but uh Jenny is now on the phone with Chuck, uh, and she wants to know what step two of the plan is. And like we said, this is the Chuck and Jenny mess around. They're they're on the phone with each other talking about the plan, and Chuck tells her that step two is to get Nate drunk and take advantage of him. And then he's like, Ew. "Do women just do women just not get this? Like, what a creepy thing to say." Chuck just yeah. uh, keeps regressing. Chuck, this is why you just lost the hotel was because of these allegations against you. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like... not something you should be talking about. Yeah, bad. Bad, bad job by Chuck here. Jenny's skeptical of the plan, and Chuck tells her to be here 6 o'clock sharp and look like someone who doesn't even have a father. Whatever that means. <laughs> and it keeps getting worse. Like, hated that. That, that one was so egg. absurd that I kind of I laughed at that one. It was a runner, it was a up for joke of the episode. There's some contenders here for joke of the episode. Yeah, that's good. there's um, some more. Blair, Blair storms in to confront Chuck about the party. I love that Chuck greets her with, it's been a busy few days. You'll have to be a tad more specific. <laughs> and uh, he's been, he's heard about her little rebound reception. He's like, good for you. Moving on. Which Chuck, again, is definitely at his creepiest in these episodes, but he's still giving these line de- deliveries all he can at the yeah, same time. That's why I'm not, I'm not fully against there. seeing him uh, at rock bottom because he, he he is giving some of his funny, shitty Chuck lines. Sure. I have a question. Okay. They're saying so. Chuck is saying, "Oh, it's been a busy few days." Got me thinking. Are they in school? It's kind of <laughs> like, like it's kind of like Euphoria. Like I don't watch the show, but like everyone's joke is like, "Oh, where's your backpack?" 
Right. Oh, you're, you're exactly school. right. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Gossip Girl, colon, the college years, where they, they are all freshmen in college right now. Uh, Chuck did not go to college. Chuck is too busy running running uh, Bass Industries and his hotel. So he, he, I guess, has an excuse for why he's never in class. Blair should be at NYU right now. And uh, Chuck, the one that never goes to class, I, I like when, when Blair points that out later in the, in the episode where she says she has a she has a friend that never goes to class uh, at yeah, Columbia. Uh, Blair hasn't been to her dorm in at least six Quite episodes. some time. Yeah, she has least. a dorm? Wow. Yes, she does. Yeah. She lives Amazing. She lives across from She lives across from Vanessa. Unreal. The, uh, yeah, the setup used to be even better back in back in the early days of season three when they actually went to classes. Um, so Chuck sets the record straight, tells her that uh, he didn't put a fatwa on her and that the reason no one showed up is because they, they all know. They all know that no one could measure up to what they had. And Blair is pretty much declaring war at this point. She's like, I am going to find someone to fuck no matter what you do, Chuck. <laughs> and uh, Oh, so and you guys can say it, but I can't. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> And if you do say it one more time, I'm going to bleep it out. <laughs> uh, Willa calls Dan. She's still speaking in her one tone when she says, about to head to Bushwick, get a vibe on the space tonight. <laughs> like, but I told my dad about the Vanessa submission. Uh, the dean is going to call for a review of the application. She'll be rejected and you'll be in. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's so funny to me that she went ahead and just did this after Dan yeah. specifically said... He didn't want to, and now she's just, like, nonchalantly telling him about it, and then hangs up on him, too, and she's like, can't talk, gotta go tune my instrument, we'll celebrate tonight. <laughs> Was that a euphemism? I don't even know what that means. What instrument oh, is she that talking could about? Be. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I, she's like, getting so, off to helping out Dan. This girl is deranged. Is she, into, is she another uh, hopeless teen in love? Sure, I think it's been established that she has a crush on Dan. They, they went on a date before Dan started dating Vanessa, um, which was really just just um, her putting on put, showing a, a right. naked video of herself to him without his yeah, consent. Yeah, she is psychopath. But, but it, it, it did work. Yeah, there's there were signs I guess that that Willa is deranged. <laughs> I think every girl that Dan talks to ends up being deranged. Oh man. Yeah, in Poor some way Dan. Form. Yeah. We had the, the we had the Georgina era not too long ago in this very season. Right. And now we're in the Vanessa era obviously. <laughs> yes. Also deranged. Maybe soon to be the Willa era. <laughs> Maybe they'll look good not. on it. Yeah. No, I think I think unfortunately uh, Willa goes to the oil rig after this episode. This, I think this was her last <laughs> oh, no. episode. Unfortunately, um, Serena. Ser- yeah. Well, listen, Serena and her dad. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're they're exchanging their war stories here, and uh, Will asks why they why why don't they get out of here and go to go to Serendipity? He remembers how much she likes the banana splits. And Zarina's like, yeah, I mean, when I was four. And he, he apologizes, tells her, you know, it, it's tough now, but in time, this, this you know, the space between us can go away. And Zarina's like, yeah, I mean, you're here now, but that doesn't make up for the last 14 years, which, you know, is a solid point by Serena. Of course. But it's funny that you say war stories because they're legitimately yes. <laughs> exchanging war stories. Yes. Talk, <laughs> that was one, one of my possible jokes of the episode, too, is when uh, Uncle Willie goes, and I suddenly found myself in the middle of a civil war in Congo. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like the, the deadpan yeah, delivery right. of that absurd line. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, Serena tells him that he, he he just left, which is which is interesting. The shoes on the other foot now, because that's what everyone tells Serena about uh, when she just left for boarding school and, and left all of her friends behind. Oh yeah. So I guess I guess she knows how it feels now. Now she gets it. Have someone just leave? Yeah. Um, and so Williams like it wasn't like that, but Serena's like, okay, then what was it like? And uh, 
or more on that later because we got to go back to Dan and Vanessa at the diner. And Vanessa thinks they're there so that she can comfort him. But uh, it's a little more interesting than that because, I mean, this is the first Dan Vanessa storyline that I don't mind because it, it's uh, very funny to me watching watching them suffer. <laughs> I, I agree. That's what I was going to say about this in general was that it, it's it's fun just watching them crumble because neither can do anything like anything right. And our, yeah. our good psycho friend is helping helping this along. So I'm excited to just watch it all burn. And they're not, so like, it's... I was just going to ask, like, it's seeming like it's the popular opinion that these two are not exactly everyone's favorite ship. They're not everyone's OTP. No, I think <laughs> even people that, because, I, I mean, Vanessa's, you know, a very not liked character. But I think even the people yeah. that do like Vanessa do not like uh, Dan and Vanessa together. Yeah, I don't together. think Mel just, likes her, like, her with him. No, either. it just never made sense. This couple was stupid to be. And then ever since they start dating, it's like, it's like. Uh, their storyline every week is just, like, the fight of the week. Like, like, what argument can we make up out of nothing and just argue about it for uh, no sure. reason? But, I mean, I think this is also what their friendship was like, too. So they should have seen this coming. They're always yeah, fighting. They really totally. Yeah. They, I mean, keep them as friends. I mean, I, I don't like Vanessa, but I like them much better as friends than as whatever this is. This is just so unbearable. But, like I said, don't mind it too much in this one because we we do get the help of our deranged friend, Willa, to kind of help things along here. Yeah, maybe, maybe they should start uh, a throuple with with Willa. Oh, there we go. Oh yeah. boy. I mean, it didn't it didn't work out with Olivia Burke, but maybe it'll work out with. Oh Willa. yeah, they are uh, they are attuned to that. <laughs> so, Dan asks Vanessa if she remembers how she had to submit an original story for the submission, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I know. I was so stressed, but then luckily it just came to me." And she pulls out her piece, <laughs> and it turns out it's her first original play. And while it was ba- wasn't based on Dan's work, it was based on him. And it was based on us. And uh, Dan has to react to this. I think Dan's reactions also very fun in this yeah. episode to like Will- both to Willa's insanity and then also to like Vanessa here. And when she tells him that she is the one that got in, like he's uh, he's playing confused and exasperated very well. Because yeah, that reveal is very funny that one, she actually wrote something on her own. He's like, oh shit, that sucks. And two, it was about <laughs> him and they're supposed to be in love. <laughs> yeah. And he's been trying to like squash this as it is. And now it's even worse. Yeah. And like we said, he didn't do anything wrong. Willow went rogue. And if Vanessa's play is an original, then she should be fine when they like review it or investigate it or, what, or whatever they're doing. Right. Um, and maybe it would be a little wait, bit which... worse if Dan wasn't trying to squash this until he knew it was an original. But he had been trying to save yeah. face uh, even, even before he, th- he like when he, even when he thought that she had kind of ripped him off a little bit. Right. He specifically said not to do it. Yeah. I don't understand how Vanessa is able to just play, not necessarily play play a victim but just act like everything is totally normal and what she's doing is fine <laughs> i mean yeah she can she can apply to go to a school but don't act like what like what did i do yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. don't act like what that you, she's like what do you what do you mean i, I just wanted to, i wanted us both to get in even though that that couldn't happen um yeah. so Serena and uh, Dr. Daddy are still chatting and again just so funny that eric is just missing all of this for debate club and d- Dad tells Serena that his plan was to find a new home base so they could all live together. But uh, then he ended up, you know, not coming home as much. And Lily wanted a divorce because she needed more consistency in their lives. And he doesn't want Serena to think that one day he just woke up and decided to leave her and never come back. And But after a while, he just didn't know how, which is uh, still a pretty shitty excuse. Yeah, sounds like you you did exactly what you said you didn't want her to think. Yeah, she's like, I didn't want you to think that I just did this, but then, you know, eventually I did just do that. I just so, didn't show Sorry. 
Yeah. And Serena's like, and then he was like, actively to be a father. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Well, he couldn't. He couldn't talk to her because he was treating her mom. But for how long? He's been avoiding <laughs> her for years. All summer. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> since since Serena has been actively trying to get in contact well, with him. Well, even before that, treating... he could have like yeah. reached out. Well, yeah. But he forgot how I to mean, be a father. If it was like 15 or something years, he definitely had time to reach out. <laughs> He's a busy guy. He's busy guy. <laughs> the life of a doctor is very busy. It was. I'm sure yeah. there's always some sort of HIPAA violation he was worried about. Yeah, exactly. Has don't don't want to lose your license. Yeah. So Rufus drops by. William notices him, and Rufus is like, "I'm just here to make sure you check out." And William's like, "Listen, I I get it. I get it. you don't like me, but get come on, people change." And Rufus is just pissed that William told Lily to lie to everyone, but he claims that he had to keep her thinking positive, and again, that it worked. So you, you can't be too mad at me. And so Ugh. not yeah, not good enough for Rufus, who tells him he's getting Lily a new doctor, one he can be certain has only one agenda. But I don't know, Brendan. I don't know if that doctor exists. I think everyone's gonna like fall for Lily as soon as they see yeah. her. I mean, if I was a doctor, I'd be doing the same thing as, as every doctor. Every, every doctor he hires just falls in love. He's with a Lily bad guy. But, episode, but I really can't blame him. <laughs> it was all for Lily. All for Lily's love. But yeah, it's, it's funny because at this moment you're like, uh, Rufus back up to his old tricks. He, he all he has to do in this life is just keep tabs on Lily, which is so funny to me. But he, he's he's also his finger is on the pulse here because he's he's right about. Well, like he, yeah. he does have an alternative agenda. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, this is my first impression of him, of Rufus. So I'm just like, okay, yeah, he's right. So yeah. in my opinion right now, I like him uh, like as one of my favorites because yes. I'm like, he's clocking him. I know it. Like, I'm, we're on the same page. So I don't know what he's done in the past. I don't know what he's going to do moving forward. But I'm like, okay, I'm rooting for yeah, him right R- now. Rufus, Rufus is the uh, broken clock that just happened to be right today. Yeah, he's, he's usually ah, irrationally angry um, and is never hearing anyone out and is just, you know, always going th- for the throat. Uh, but today he's listening and today he, he did uh, accuse the person correctly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, Dan, Dan calls Willa. She doesn't answer. So he leaves her a message telling her that it, she needs to call her father and have him undo whatever he did. But uh, Dan's new bestie, Blair, finds him in the diner mid-message. So he's going to talk to Blair now. And Dan wants to know what Blair wants. He's very, he's like, Blair, what, what do you want? And she's like, I need you to remain silent until I tell you the full story. And Dan's like... <laughs> <laughs> a good, a good time. And she's just like, "Wow, I'm not even close to done." And then, like, she's so silly in this. So I love silly. That. It's a, a, so new, funny. a new budding friendship. This has happened a couple episodes in a row now. I know. This is great. I love this. And she, she just jumps right into it. She's like, "Okay, so Chuck has put a, put a dating fatwa on me. So unless I can find some guy to kiss me, so I can splash it all over Gossip Girl, I might as well just pack up and join a convent. I need a night out away from the Upper East Side, away from Manhattan, actually." And so Dan tells her about the big. Uh, Bushwick art party and that he and Vanessa were going to go to and Blair wants to go and Dan doesn't want to go at first because Vanessa has said let's just get uh, pizza or whatever but now he's like oh you know what I really do need to talk to Willa who was ignoring my 200 messages so uh, she says all right we can go and Blair (laughs) says wonderful now I'll just need a disguise if I'm to blend in perhaps Vanessa can loan me a serape and Gets up and leaves. Now I, I don't know what I don't a know what is. But I have I'm, no clue. I'm certain. I'm certain that this was the joke of the episode. I'm, I'm, so sure, far I'm sure it's an insult in some way. Yeah, I'm sure it's an insult, and just the way she said it just made me laugh, even though I had no idea what it was. <laughs> is oh, I see it. Is he looked it up? It's a it's a long blanket like shawl slash cloak, <laughs> often brightly colored and fringed at the ends. Sure. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't sound like Blair's speed. I just. I just <laughs> I'll need a disguise if I'm to blend in. Like, it's so <laughs> absurd how she's talking. <laughs> well, she wouldn't fit uh, anywhere. But I, I, it's a shame that this is the end of their 
like mess around today. I, I wish it, it led I to know. more. Or at least I thought it was even going to be. She's like, well, I need someone to kiss me in front of Chuck. I thought it was going to be like she was going to get Dan to kiss her somehow in front That's of Chuck. That's what I thought. I was like, that, that would, would be great. That um, would be standing. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, they, they, she really just uses him to get like an invite to the party, and then they don't talk right. the rest of the episode. But and that, yeah, it's baby steps. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Serena and Rufus. Rufus is explaining uh, his ancient rivalry between uh, him and Serena's doctor daddy, but he tells Serena not to let that get in the way of her relationship with him. And Lily, Lily's also at home. She just got off the phone with William, and they got the test results, and they're not what we had hoped. Brendan, you must have been devastated for your girl Lily right now. I was, but I, I kind of flagged up in my own head, like, what if this guy's? You know, he he has all the control here with the test. Like, these oh, did you did you see the, Did you see this coming? Because yep. yeah, I, I feel like I I, did. the first oh, yeah. time I watched, I did not I did not see it coming. I don't think he he just really? is, is, he's so I, sketchy I, I with like I mean, his weird monotone. Like he just he had to, he couldn't show up. After all these years of being apparently like an off-screen douchebag, he's not going to be maybe, like the yeah. perfect guy when he first gets here. Maybe so. I just I just wasn't accustomed to teen dramas yet, but I've been like I was just like, well, surely you can't lie about that. That's that's. Oh, well, too that's much. the thing. If, if this oh, episode so happens sweet. like in season one, maybe <laughs> yeah. I would believe that. But like we've been on a streak of like really high stakes weird shit going on. So I think coming after the the hotel swap. Well, yeah. You know but anything just... anything goes. Lavina, do you do you know why uh, Chuck and Blair are broken up right now? Do you know what happened in the episodes leading up to this? Give me a rundown. Yeah, so um, I guess the short version of the story is that Chuck sold Blair for a hotel and uh, propositioned oh, her to have sex with his uncle in exchange Perfect. to get his in exchange to get his hotel back. So any any uh, of the creepiness you felt towards Chuck, just kind of amplify that by about a thousand. Um, oh yeah. I hate him. Like, girl, yeah. throw old life. More like, f- g- screw this criminal label. Yeah. Throw it yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. Have, have your housekeeper friend, like, throw it, burn it. It's hard. No. It's hard to uh, yeah. to get past this one for all the Chuck stands out there. But, yeah. But, you know, that, also, that is I, what happened. What also helped me kind of figure this one out before the big reveal was the recent plot of Chuck giving the DNA test to his lawyer, who was then in charge of the DNA test and right. just made up whatever the results he needed for. And don't trust people that are in charge of tests. That's no. the lesson of Gossip Girl. Exactly. So yeah. uh, Chuck is on the phone. He also knows about the art party in Brooklyn and uh, seems to be doing something that he's going to fuck with Blair. Uh, he's going to go. Nate walks in. Chuck offers him a drink. He asks what the problem is. And Nate's like, obviously, I'm still mad about what you did to Blair. You Remember how you just sold her for a hotel? <laughs> he's like, listen, I'm paying for what I did. But is he? Is, is he paying for I guess right. emotionally he's saying because he's a mess, obviously. I guess. I mean, yeah, they broke up. So I guess he's paying in that way. But uh, he's like, Nathaniel, I'm not asking you for forgiveness. I, I just thought, you know, we've been best friends forever. And I, I heard that Serena's back. And, you know, I just thought that maybe my good buddy could use a drink and get out of the city, even if it's with even if it's with me. And so Chuck Chuck seems to be playing his side of the scam really well, too. And poor, poor Nate, as we said, is just being played left and right by his supposed friends. Yeah. I mean, at least this part of the scam is to get – it's not to get something else back. It's to get Nate himself back. So right. I, I, I give it an, an excuse here. Okay. I mean – I I can't blame Nate for also wanting to get out of the city, but at the same time, like, he's sworn off being friends with Chuck, and now the literal next episode he caves, and he's like, all right, fine, what are all we right. doing tonight, buddy? <laughs> I'm not super I, sold on him yet. Um, if I continue, which I kind of want to continue the show. Um, that's the goal. Even start every, over. Time we get a, every time we get someone coming in out of context, the goal is to have them want to continue the show. Kind of working. Um, all right. But I think... I don't know if I'm super sold on him yet. I'm still stuck on Dan. That's okay. Fair I, enough. I, I, fair I like enough. Dan better. Nate um, 
I mean, he's been pretty boring in the past. At least he's he's been interesting yeah. for a little while now. But um, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Like it's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. Well, but a lot he, of times he needs, they he needs don't... more interactions with like people like Chuck. So maybe this is a good thing. Well, yeah. A lot mm -hmm. of times they don't know what to do with Nate, and a lot of times his storylines are kind of separate from other people. But he's he's been integrated recently. So um, Chuck tells Nate they're going to Brooklyn, and that he inv invited a local guide, and in walks Jenny. And Nate just smiles, and, and he'll, like, ask about this a little later, but I would have so many questions. I'd be like, how did this how did happen? Why, <laughs> why are you and Jenny hanging out tonight, and why why is this a thing, and why was she waiting behind the door? <laughs> why is she waiting, like, in the elevator for you to, like, announce her presence for her to just... <laughs> <laughs> the big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I would have so many questions, but they just go to the art party, and... Blair arrives with Anna Vanessa. She's talking about how uh, by midnight the fatwa will be no more. And Vanessa and Blair go to get a drink, so Dan's going to go to find Willa. Also arriving is Nate, Chuck, and Jenny. And like we were saying, I love that this episode is giving us uh, these threesomes that we've never gotten before. It's, it's interesting to mix things up like that. And I wish I wish we did, like you were saying, have Blair stick with Dan and Vanessa maybe a little longer. But uh, still, still interesting to mix things up a little in this episode. Sure. Yeah, I, I mean... I don't care too much about the guy she ended up talking to, and I guess he, that wasn't really the point of that anyway. But uh, yeah, you know, she's she still is charming, even if it's not with her and Dan. I mean, I, I think at this point, if we're not if we're gonna take a break from Chuck at all, I annoyingly want her to jump to another person in the group just because I want her to interact more with others. I, I usually wouldn't want every single character to bang every other character on the same show, <laughs> but knowing this show. Like, they just don't talk to each other that much. So it, it makes you crave the interaction between group members. Right. Interesting. It, like, yeah, we're always talking about how it's rare to have, like, every character in, like, a plot at the same time, like, scheming together. Like, they're usually... And sometimes they're in the same room, even, but they just don't talk to each other. They're <laughs> yeah. doing their own thing. I kind of I mean, like that. Yeah, I mean, we, we have a thing where, like, Dan and Chuck are just, like, never going to talk to each other, really. I mean, they were enemies at the beginning, but now they've pretty much just, like, gone their separate ways and just right. don't interact. They they had that one episode in season two where they, like, bonded and went to jail together. But yeah. now now they, like, don't even talk. It used to be Dan and Blair never talk, but Dan and Blair, I mean, thank God, in the last couple of episodes have started talking to each other. Um, and then, I mean... Vanessa is just ha has not talked to Full anyone besides Dan. Like maybe all season. Like I, I cannot even I cannot even remember the, yeah, even the last time Vanessa Jenny. had an had an interaction with someone besides yeah besides Dan. Especially like since the the, the Humphreys moved to the Upper East Side too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's I mean she was essentially like living in Brooklyn with them. Right. So. Um, Nate finally asked Chuck why 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 he invited Jenny, and Chuck's like, well, what's wrong? I thought you were uh, thick as weeds, which not not Chuck's best work. I don't know. Chuck can, Chuck can do better. Yeah, thick as weeds. They, Thick as wheeze. We what is wheeze? Wheeze, like they were playing Wii tennis. Oh, <laughs> that's that's really bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I did like that he like showed the that they went the extra mile to have like the the prop that goes along with it. You could like stick the Wii yeah. inside the the fake tennis racket. Yeah, like, like the tennis racket. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Nate still feels understandably weird about taking Jenny out drinking because she's just a kid. I mean, so are they, I guess. They're only two years older than her. But uh, Chuck reminds him that she's a junior, older than Serena was when they christened the Campbell apartment, and and uh, and also older than the characters uh, of of OC season one. As I yes. as I've, I'm still shocked every time I, I remember that. But it's funny. Um, like, is Chuck, I guess Chuck's saying like, if you can fuck, you can drink. Okay. Is, is that what he's is that what he's saying? If you read between the lines, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I wasn't personally a drinker yet in, in 11th No, grade. I think what, what he's saying is uh, she's 
I guess I guess he is saying that. Like, yeah, I, I, I like guess you banged in eleventh grade so she can drink and maybe fuck so later. Drink, yeah. Well, oh and then he's God. like, <laughs> and then he's, and then he decides to be creepy again and ask Nate if he's like, look at her. Can you honestly say yeah. she looks like a kid to you? He's and un- the answer Ew. should be yes. He's the answer should be yes. She she does look like a kid. She really does. Um, she looks like a kid with giant he, long legs. That's all. Is it is it that's, better that? Uh, yeah, that's how I, I I just needed to say like. Jenny's aesthetic, like her entire, like the long hair, the side swept bangs, that kind of like ill fitting mini dresses that they like, don't really like <laughs> hug her body like correctly. That's kind of like how I dressed in high school, like late high school, <laughs> because I just didn't have a sense of style and didn't know how to like purchase clothing that fit my body. <laughs> right. So. Yes, that's a child. That's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's the that's that, that's how you can tell. Yes. Um, is it better that that Chuck's being creepy, not because like he is attracted to Jenny, but just because he's trying to deceive Nate and get his friendship back? Does that make, Does it, it, make better, it better? That's... Yeah, I mean, I, I, guess, I guess a little bit. I don't know. He doesn't mean, I mean it. I, and I I've been also praising Jenny so far, but in all honesty, like. I would feel so icky if this was the way, like, I got Nate to get with me. I mean, having to trick someone into, like, hooking up with you, it's like, you're admitting that he would never do it under normal circumstances, which does seem to be the truth. But, like, Jenny is just like, yeah, I'm going to get him drunk. I'm going to trick him to think that Serena is lying to him. And and then he's (laughs) He's going to have sex with me instead. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean... When you're like 18, like let's just say 16, 17, 18, frontal cortex is nowhere to be found. Yeah, like that's everything true. is just like I need this. Like it's it's kind of like I don't know what the word is, but you need you you need everything that you want like right now and you'll get you'll do sure. it. You'll do anything to get it. I forgot what, the, what the word is. Instant but, gratification, that's but it. Yeah, yeah, and like I could see her also thinking after she gets through all of this plotting, maybe there's a way that Nate sees that He's she's the girl that he wanted all along. I think that's maybe her end goal yeah. for him to realize that she I, I is actually so, what yeah. he wants. Yeah, I'll trick him at first, but then he'll actually fall for me. Right. Um, Blair's chatting up Cameron from Columbia. She's being flirty with him. Uh, she sees Chuck also talking to a girl, so she like pretends like she's about to like pass out and falls into the guy's arms. I don't know what was <laughs> yeah. going on here, but <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> she's always been a bad but... flirt, terrible, terrible flirt. <laughs> But Aaron Rose gets the name drop here in this scene, which a lot of <laughs> some fun callbacks in, in this episode. Sure. Um, and finds Willa. He asks if she got any of his 200 messages, and she just replies, nope, without a care in the world. <laughs> what the hell was she doing up there? I don't, I don't even know, know what she was doing. <laughs> he, he tells her that Vanessa wrote an original piece, so she needs to call off her dad, and Willa doesn't care. She still thinks Dan deserves to be there over Vanessa. Honestly, honestly I never thought much of Willa, much like you were saying, but... I love that she's in the fuck Vanessa camp and she's going to do yeah. anything to get Vanessa kicked out of Tish. <laughs> this scene too, also speaking of friends before, reminded me, like where Willow was, I think on that weird platform reminded me of the <gasps> friends episode with the brother-sister dance. <laughs> yes, the the routine. The routine, yeah. <laughs> I'm with a bunch of uh, friend stands here. Yeah, like, please, please really... go look up the routine. It's an incredible scene and what a moment in history in television. I've seen the episode. They did good, honestly. I've seen the episode where uh, Joey plays. Uh, what does he do? A hundred thousand dollar pyramid. I've seen that episode. Classic, where he says he's <laughs> like a ghost or something like that. I don't remember <laughs> what it was. I've seen. The, I've seen the finale too. I've seen the finale. Oh, wow. She got off the plane. Yeah, <laughs> she sure did. We love it. Yeah, that's that's peak television. I got yeah. off the plane. <laughs> um so okay will is not done with with her great quotes in this scene she she tells dan that he can that he can thank her later and then just goes to kiss him and he's like whoa what (laughs) so 
so ridiculous. Like, whoa, I'm with Vanessa. And she's like, you're with Vanessa? What are you, 40? Like, <laughs> like what? And then, and then Dan sees that Jenny's here, and Willa says another candidate for Joke of the Episode. Who's that slut <laughs> about Dan's this, sister? The whole, this like, whole, like, five minutes was so chaotic it made me like all the characters involved so I, I think the co- the combination of those two the what are you 40 and who's that slut i think gets like the joint joke of the episode really really good yeah uh, it's really good a really good contender it might be my joke of the episode yeah. too and Dan just mine, it's like yeah. he's like just call your father if I, if I were there i would be, i would be staying there and like making sure she calls her father because right. she cannot be trusted to do that as she's proven but instead he catches up with jenny and he He's like, what are you doing? Does dad know you're here? Why are you getting these drinks? And she's like, holding two shots as she walks by. It's a big shot. It's like, dad dad doesn't know. And uh, these drinks are for Nate and Chuck. And he's like, what? Why are you in Nate and Chuck? You're holding two giant, like three ounce shots and you just name drops (laughs) Chuck. Like this can't be a good thing. Exactly. (laughs) And he's like, He's like, well, first of all, Nate's my friend, which she's been saying a lot lately, really uh, really trying to hammer home the point that they're friends. Uh-huh. And she says, Chuck is totally harmless unless the place runs out of ice. Is that the scouting report on Chuck? I don't the, – the guy who uh, the guy who sexually assaulted her in the first episode of the show, she's like, he, you know Chuck. He's completely That's harmless. Right. Like, oh, he, he assaulted me because he ran out of ice. <laughs> yeah, they ran out of I ice at the, kiss, <laughs> at the kiss on the lips party. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Yeah. Um no, yeah, but th- this, turns- this is like perfectly chaotic. Like Lufina was saying, it's like the, the the it usually is chaotic by this point in the episode where everyone comes to the event of the week, but sometimes it's just chaotic in the wrong way. And this this is chaotic where everything's crossing and the, all the, the paths are becoming one. Yes, right. Yes. Yeah. We in have people, Yeah, we have people floating crazy. around all over the place. And Jenny turns the table on Dan to ask if Vanessa knows uh, that the girl was just hitting on him. And Dan's like, whoa, why did you just go from zero to blackmail in 60 seconds? And Jenny's like, no, no, no. I'm actually asking because we see that Willa and Vanessa are talking to each other. And uh, Vanessa looks upset. Yeah, how did she get over there so fast? Right. I don't know. How did she get up Another there? question I have. <laughs> yeah, Vanessa just flew to, to, to talk to her. I mean, maybe she saw the kiss and was like, what's going on? She was like, That's what I thought. What are you, 40? What are you, 40? So, uh, we have we have the Vanderwoodsons and Rufus, and William is explaining they just need another round of treatment, but Rufus wants a second opinion. And, you know, not to side with Rufus, but a second opinion certainly couldn't hurt. Always got a second I'm opinion. I'm siding with Rufus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have no qualms about siding with Rufus. Nope. Not right no, now. William says it's up to Lily, of course, but even if they do go with another doctor, he's still going to stick around because he needs to know that she's well. And Serena wants to stick with dad because he's already cured her once and he's family. And William just looks at Rufus like, bitch, I'm winning. He never cured him. She never cured her. Yeah. Like, what do you mean by that? He cured her and now it's back. I don't know. So that to me, it sounds like he didn't (laughs) cure her. Unfortunately, yeah. And so... uh, he he certainly is is winning over Rufus right now because Lily also agrees that she wants to stick with Doctor William as well. Uh, she says Serena's right; he's family, and Rufus agrees obviously because you can't just I like tell her no. But uh, you can tell he's taking all these like consecutive L's. They're be- they're beginning to take a toll on Rufus. And then he's yeah. staying strong and being like, yeah, he has no choice but to be like, all right, whatever the family wants. Right. Um, unless he goes to medical school in the next episode and can do it Which himself. He will. You, I saw we'll the see. thumbnail. He's wearing this episode. <laughs> he was wearing That's scrubs. Crazy. <laughs> is Rufus in scrubs? There he is. Is Rufus, is Rufus in the show Scrubs? Yeah, is he in season nine where they're all teachers? Is he like uh, one of the students? <laughs> I, that's another show that I haven't watched, Scrubs. <laughs> Me either. 
Oh yeah, God, I love right. Donald Faison, though. Well, I'm sorry. It's, it's, there's so <laughs> many shows out there. <laughs> Can't get to them all. Um, Serena calls Nate. He, he's thrilled to hear from her, and she starts to like actually tell him about how things are going. Um, but then she hears Jenny's voice telling him that Chuck wants us to take shots, and... Nate's like, what? We're at a party. And, and Serena can't believe it. I, I don't know how Nate thinks he's like, he can downplay this. Because uh, Serena is finally starting to feel threatened by Jenny Humphrey. But Nate, for some reason, can't understand why she would be upset. I mean, it took her and long he's at a party enough. It, it, it's... Jenny taking shots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm glad both finally... of them. Yeah. After she just slept over. <laughs> yeah. After they just spent the entire day together on his birthday. Like, I, I don't understand what's not clicking. Uh, it, it so took, I'm, yeah, it's amazing shirt. it took this long. Yeah, after after she just had a shirt. So Serena changes her mind. She doesn't want to talk to Nate anymore, so she's going to hang up. Uh, Blair is still talking to Columbia Boy, and Chuck is seething just watching them from across the room. And Jenny comes over with the shots, tells Chuck that his plan sucks because Nate's on the phone with Serena. And Chuck knows that that might not be a bad thing, as Nate immediately comes over and is like, all right, you want to go back to the suite and get hammered? And Chuck, uh, I guess, serving as Jenny's wingman, tells the two of them to run along because he's going to stay for a while. And after just having an argument with his girlfriend about Jenny, Nate thinks it's a good idea for just the two of them, him and Jenny, to go back to his place to get hammered. Yeah, it's not a good idea, of course. It's, it's terrible. Uh, the plan's working perfectly at this point. Yes, like Nate does not kiss her when she goes in for the kiss, which, which is good. And, uh, you know, do, does not, like, speak badly of Serena when she tries to get him to. But just the events leading up to that, like... Why is he going back to his apartment to take shots with, with Jenny? Like, just the two of them. Yeah. At, at this, he, he really doesn't think anything of it at all. He, he is. He's just he stupid, just, yeah. He just is. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, like, if you were to show me a preview on the inside of his brain, what I currently think of him, it's just, like, <laughs> elevator music. That's, no, that's how I think about him. That's what I mean by, like, it, yeah. he's giving me nothing. Like, I'm get, I'd rather hear, like, obviously from Chuck at this point because there's some level of interest. Like, what's he going to do next, you know? Yeah. But, like, right. with... With him, I'm like with Nate. I'm like, okay, you're you're just giving nothing. Yeah, you're right on. Yeah. He's our golden retriever of the show. He's our, one of yeah, two. He's our <laughs> resident resident dummy of the Upper East Side. Um, Blair is still talking to this guy. She she wants him to admit that the art here is atrocious, and uh, that's when she tells him she actually has a friend that goes to Columbia. Although I don't think he attends many classes. Which another great great callback to the <laughs> fact that Nate does not go to classes. <laughs> no, it does not. Still funny that we call attention to it here. And. Uh, Columbia boy getting a little fed up. He, he wants to know if Blair wants to make that guy jealous or not and completely pegs exactly what's going on. And so Blair says that she's game uh, or he t- tells Blair that he's game if she is. So um, Vanessa is pissed and Dan is trying to stop her from leaving. Uh, Vanessa is pissed because Dan told Willa that her play was adapted from Dan's story and he's like, you wrote an original piece so you have nothing to worry about, which exactly. But of course, Vanessa is uh, still going to be mad at this anyway. I love that Willa just straight up came clean about everything and told her <laughs> the whole story. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I was talking to Dan, and he told me that your piece wasn't original, so I had to make a call. Yeah, she's not like she's not like Serena. She'll tell anyone anything. She gives me NPC energy. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like just has like canned lines that she's repeating. Right. There's like only like two options that the player can select. hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That's about exactly her. who she is. So uh, <laughs> Vanessa's upset now because uh, she, she says she's not going to get off to a great start at the, the Tish program. And uh, she wants to know why Dan wasn't honest with her about not being okay with her getting in. And just got to point out again that Dan really did not do anything wrong. He, he thought Vanessa's piece was adapted from his. He made an, he made like an innocuous comment about it. And if Vanessa's mad at anyone, it should be at Willa. Yeah, yeah no, he he just got he kind of got shafted on this one. Just very yeah, unlucky, wrong place, wrong time. Said the wrong thing to the wrong person. 
And Dan answers back with like, oh, you were like you were honest with me, like going behind my back to apply to the one thing I wanted more than anything. And Vanessa's like, very fair. I explained that already. And it's like, no, you justified it. And right, that's not like, the same thing as explaining. Right. And then and she, so she's like, so, so what do you want me to do? Withdraw my application? And he's like, no, of course not. But what did you expect my reaction to be? And she just says, I don't know, but not this. Like, okay. Yeah, right, I mean, in front of her, he handled okay, it pretty bye. well. He, he just like needed to vent did, outside yeah. of the conversation with her. Right. And he didn't, he did a pretty, it wasn't like flipping out. He was just like, ah, you know, it just sucks. And a little bit came out. He was doing out. the opposite. The opposite of flipping out, which right. is what everyone in this show has been doing. And it's just right. like, oh, really? You're going to delete that voicemail? Come on. Oh, relax, yeah. She does delete the voice. Vanessa is being such an asshole. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I guess it's just because yeah, Vanessa sucks. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, Dr. Daddy is taking off. He wants to get ready for tomorrow because uh, no time to waste. And Serena tells him, you know, she still doesn't know what she wants from him. But uh, William tells her that he has to believe that there's a person a purpose behind all of this and uh he's actually been following serena from afar he's a he's seen a couple photos he wasn't thrilled about the horse at the polo match which again this episode some of the best callback jokes yeah we have aaron rose we have nate not going to classes now we have serena stealing that horse which this episode is this episode is peak comedy and she responds amazingly she's like well yeah that was kind of the point yeah that was the point i stole (laughs) that horse so to get your attention so mission accomplished um William thanks Serena and tells her that he really appreciates his second chance uh, since she has no reason to trust or believe him. And Serena says that everyone deserves a second chance. And William's like, "Uh, I don't think Rufus would agree, but I'm going to prove him wrong. And so dad and daughter hug and dad, daddy dentist, not not dentist. What is he? (laughs) What do they call him? Imagine he's a dentist this whole time. He's treating (laughs) Billy for cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Daddy dentist leads for the night. The phone call at the end is just like, they can't find out. I'm just a dentist. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> those tests that those tests that I ran on Lily, those were just to- tooth X-rays. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, back to the art party. Uh, Chuck talks with Blair, tells her that he hasn't seen any news about her on Gossip Girl, and uh, he, he, then he's like, "Oh yeah, and, and also I did put the, the fatwa out on you, Blair, and I and I knew you wouldn't be able to break it." And so Blair tells him that uh, she could have if she wanted to, but. She didn't because she suddenly realized that the way to get over Chuck isn't to hook up with some random guy or pretend it, they didn't happen. She says, you and I loved each other, and then you broke my heart. I've been doing every po- everything possible not to face that fact. I'm going to kiss somebody someday, and when I do, it'll be for me. So, good for Blair. I go. absolutely loved that scene, but what I will say confuses me with information I know now because you guys told me that he tried to sell her. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> that is a big... Yes. They, there's a difference between getting your heart broken and being attempted mm-hmm. to be sold into human yep. trafficking <laughs> the, the, so, i mean the yeah. fact that she was the, 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 the fact that she was sex trafficked it really broke her heart uh, yeah i was gonna say when right. you really boil it down she, her heart was just broken at the end of the day we could forget about the hotel <laughs> she has a broken heart okay yeah. i think i kind of stand okay i think i like blair oh yeah, the yeah. Oh, if, if this scene was well, playing welcome, in, welcome in today's to world this is on like reboot gossip girl We'd be playing her out with some thank you next for sure. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, for sure. So Nate and Jenny are getting hammered, and Nate asks, "What the hell's wrong with him?" And Jenny tells him that nothing's wrong with him. Uh, she says, "Don't you know how great you are?" And Nate just laughs uh, again. Nate, Nate's still blind to the operation. Well, you that's know going what? I just remember too that slightly in his defense, it's still a little bit indefensible oh, the on. way he's been treating. But a couple episodes ago, he did get kissed by Jenny and was like, what the hell? So maybe he thinks that he's kind of drawn the line with her and he can't believe anyone would be this persistent. Well, 
you haven't met Jenny then. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, Jenny tells Nate that he deserves someone who's going to treat him right, not like Serena does. And Serena starts to walk in just as Jenny tells Nate that she would never Classic. treat him like Serena does. And she listens in as Jenny tells Nate that he deserves better and leans in for the kiss. And Nate dodges the kiss and tells her no. And then Serena reveals herself. I mean, just he, like he sort of nails timing. it. He nails this moment, though. Like, yeah, it could have gone so much worse knowing how teen dramas go. This moment was set up for Nate to fail. Sure, if he lets Jenny kiss him there, like, that's... Uh, Bad news for everyone involved. Yeah, or if he like even says something back, like, you know what, you're right, she does treat me like shit. Right. Which was yeah, he... what I was expecting, honestly. Totally. No, he he dodged all of those bullets, which, uh, thank Surprising. thank God for him, because they, they I don't think they would have survived that one. So, uh, Nate's like, hey, I know what this looks like, but Serena's, Serena's pissed. He, she, like we said, she walked in on Nate, like, denying Jess, Je- Jesse, Jenny, that's her name, Jenny. <laughs> uh, it it could have been a lot worse. Like, obviously, still not the best, but, like, certainly not as bad as it could have been. Like, Nate, Nate, did everything right in that exact moment, at least. So right. Nate tries to talk to Serena and ask what she's even doing here, as, as Jenny's just, like, awkwardly watching still on the couch. And it turns out Serena was here to apologize for not hearing Nate out. But then she walked in on Jenny trying to kiss him. And so Nate tells her that nothing happened. Uh, but then uh, Serena brings up the fact that, you know, she slept over the other night. And uh, Jenny's going to, like, decide to insert herself and speak for Nate and saying, like, yeah, that, that is what he thinks. He does think he deserves better. <laughs> and... God, I loved when Serena snapped at Jenny. It was just like, I'm talking to Nate, Jenny. Yeah, like, like it's nice girl. to see this, uh, yeah, this, this mean side of Serena. Hell yeah. We, we love when she's like this. She, she's not like this enough. Yeah. She should have been like this to enough. Jenny Finally. when she saw the shirt initially. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, yeah. It, it's so funny. It's, it's like, honestly, even almost uncomfortable when Jenny gets up and tries to defend herself here. Like, you, girl, yeah. you, you've been caught. Just sit down and, or just get out of here. I mean, I admire that she's at least trying. Sure. But she, uh, so. She, she wonders why, like, Nate's saying he wonders why Serena doesn't trust him more, and she, like, she didn't tell him about her dad, she left town with Carter Bazin, he's like, and then he mentions Carter Bazin, that she left town with him, and now Jenny's, Jenny's gotta be like, oh shit, <laughs> it's gonna happen now, um, and Serena's like, what do you, what do you mean, I didn't leave town with Carter, and you know that, she's like, she says she even tried to apologize, and it's like, what the hell are you talking about, which... At this point, Jen- Jenny's heart must be beating out of her chest right now. I, I can't imagine having to stand there but while you're like this. She's close got to a steady heartbeat. Out. I don't. I think she's gonna. She's still trying. She doesn't figure a way out, but she's still trying to figure a way out of this. I know. Uh, Serena's like the night of Dorota's wedding. I called your cell. I tried to explain everything. I even left a message with Jenny. And like once again, how does she not try to contact Nate again after all that? Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. Head move for Serena. <laughs> yeah. So I mean. Gotta give credit to Jenny for always thinking on her feet. She just straight up lies and tells deny, me deny. that that never happened. Yeah, she's like, come on, who are you going to believe? And so, <laughs> are you going to believe your girlfriend or me who tried to kiss yeah. you twice in the past three days? <laughs> or the person who's literally been deceiving you all night. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> so Jenny, Jenny is like yelling that Serena's uh, lying and Nate chooses Serena and tells Jenny to get out. Like, he's finally figured it out. And Jenny tells him that they deserve each other on, on their way out. And it's a rare loss for Jenny. Yeah, and it was working so well for her the whole time. So close. Well, that just yeah, I didn't you. expect it. All they had to do was Nate and Serena just had to have a conversation. Right, and, and you know, it's it's going the way of how her and Dan sort of broke up too. Just if you, she likes to act like this relationship guru, and um, she seems to make the same right. mistakes over and over again. Yeah, that she her problem every time is that she does not ever tell the truth to the person she's dating. Yeah, very simple. Yeah, so uh, Blair comes home, 
Dorota apologizes for forgetting to take away the box of Chuck's things, and Blair tells her, never mind, uh, it was wrong to try and forget the past. Chuck is a part of her and always will be, which, very mature for our girl Blair. Loved it. Very, Loved the very scene. Mature. Me too. Good for her. She tells, she tells Dorota that it hurts so much, and Dorota replies with the classic Polish saying, love is like head wound. It, make, it makes you dizzy, you think you die, but you recover, usually. And Blair just replies <laughs> with, that's a terrible say. <laughs> Yet another Blair line that made me laugh. Yes. And so she asks Dorota if they can feed the ducks tomorrow, and Dorota has already bought bread. Aw. It was touching. It I was. loved that. Very nice. It really was. That's Dorota's... what makes me want to keep watching. <laughs> yeah, I, 100%. If we could just have an episode where Dorota and Blair feed the ducks next week, that'd be fantastic. Need a whole 42 minutes of them feeding ducks. Yeah. The third to last episode of the season, would you believe it's just Blair and Dorota feeding ducks? I'd love nothing more. <laughs> <laughs> so Dorota, yeah. So Dorota's so happy. They walk away. Um, Back to Serena and Nate. Serena's finally going to let Nate in on everything. and uh, But first she wants him to know that she does trust him and she's been taking him for granted and promises to not do it again. And she finally tells mom, uh, tells mom, tells Nate that her mom is sick and doesn't know what's going to happen. So um, Nate has finally been let in. We get a little montage here as Blair takes out her dress from the first time uh, like Chuck fell in love with her. And we uh, cut back to that classic season one episode. Oh, yeah. What the hell uh, was that? <laughs> the moment Chuck fell in love with Blair. Was it a oh cabaret that she was a yeah, part of? She was doing the she was doing the strip tease at the burlesque club yeah. that sixteen uh, year old Chuck Bass owned. <laughs> totally, like totally realistic. Yeah. This happens. <laughs> this occurs in real yeah, life. Yeah, of course. You, you know how you know how it is on the Upper East Side. Um, yeah. Rufus and Lily. Lily thanks Rufus because she knows William being back is uh, hard for him, and he tells her that all that matters is her getting better. Uh, we see voice. Uh, Vanessa has a voicemail from Dan. And he says that he read her play. It's amazing. He's so sorry. And she deletes the message. And Gossip Girl refers to Dan and Vanessa as the healthiest relationship in, in the voiceover, which absolutely not. That is not true. Yeah, she won't even listen to him. Like I didn't know they ended on that bad of terms when they last spoke. He apologized when he, he didn't even do anything. He could have reacted so much worse. And she's like, well, I'm the victim here. Delete. I know. Vanessa's maybe I'll rethink my LVP for this episode. I'm getting pissed off at Vanessa. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we have our cliffhanger of the episode. Doctor Daddy Vander Woodson is on the phone, and he says, "It's Will. It's not. It's not working exactly as I'd hoped. I need you to write Lily another prescription." Well, you can't back out this, now. I need you to make this work, it, and I doubt the authorities would be pleased to know what he's doing. This is when I yelled at my TV. Wow, what a nerd! I fucking knew it. What a nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely a meaty phone call. What what exactly is going on here? Yeah, did, did she ever even have cancer? Like we can question that at this point too. Like what? Well, <laughs> because yeah, we don't know be that much why. about it. I, I got that, that would be quite the reveal. But because I mean, at the very least, he's pretending she still has it. Right. So, yes. well, okay. So you can. So that's what I think was happening. But there is one other way to interpret it, and it could be he's getting help from another medical professional, and the medicine medication that he gave her isn't working, and she's still her her tests were negative, or like you know mm -hmm. it, the, the cancer was still there. Maybe they can spin it in that direction, but I don't think mm -hmm. it is because it's teen sure. drama from twenty ten. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, definitely a shady phone call, no matter what was right. going on there. And uh, that's our episode. Bre Brendan, what happens next? I don't know. So, so Lavina, are you saying that he's maybe like a a false doctor right now, and he's he needs someone else to get these these pills from or something? Like he's not all he he's cracked up to be. Like no, 
I mean, I'm thinking, so I do think that reality, like realistically he is a, not necessarily a false doctor, but he's, he's misdiagnosing her and like doing all this crap that we think he is. But there is like a, a version of the story where it could be interpreted as he is trying to get her help and he's disappointed that the treatments aren't working. And right. he's telling someone else, like another medical professional, like it's not working. We need to what do, do something do? else. Right. right. They don't know that he's consulting somebody else. Yeah, so you could take it that way, but the tone of his voice was so sinister. So sinister, like, eh. yeah. And it's knowing, knowing the way the show goes, he's probably just pretending that she, like, telling her she has cancer when she doesn't anymore. Yeah. yeah. It was almost like purposefully, purposefully sinister. Like, he was trying to sound as sinister as possible on that phone. <laughs> it was dark. He was on, a, like, a street, like, random street side, side of the street by himself and stuff. So, Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. And you can do that all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Let's get into some segments here. Uh, of course, my former favorite segment, the user review of the week. I went back to the uh, to the wiki instead of getting our good friend uh, Comedy Fans Review. And a fandom user on May 29th, 2012 said, it was an okay episode. Loved the Bluck scenes. I guess we're calling Blair and Chuck Bluck. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Dan's mom, Dan's mom kind of annoyed me. I, it's weird, also weird calling Lily Dan's can we, mom. Can we call which, them Chair instead? <laughs> that's what they call That's what they call them on the, the other, uh, listen, Michelle's Gossip Girl okay, podcast. Um, so he says, love the Bluck scenes. Dan's mom kind of annoyed me. I can't believe Rufus took her back so easily. Uh, I agree with Miranda. I don't know who Miranda is. Uh, and he, they say, they I don't want Nate... About? They're botching this. Say, well, it's about to get like I don't want Nate and Jenny hooking up. Jenny should be with Eric! Exclamation point. <laughs> who is then, Eric? That, that is uh, Serena's brother who was not in the episode. But oh then, yeah. They, there's a reply over a year later on October 30th, 2013. Someone replied, Eric's gay for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> this first Okay, sucks. wait, I remember now. This person's not paying attention to this. To show. anything. How'd they get this far? Maybe Jeez. they just watched an out of context. Yeah, episode, like, it's, there. it's me. I was just gonna say it's giving me very. Much. <laughs> they just heard Eric's name and was like, "Jenny should be with that guy, Eric." <laughs> I like Eric. Um, that guy's in the debate team. He sounds like a hunk. <laughs> um, next week, Brendan, the episode is titled "It's a Dad, 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 Dad World." Any predictions based on the episode title? Mm. Sounds like something I watched uh, right before this podcast. <laughs> All right, that's your official prediction. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the same porno I watched before the show. And they're just going to play it on HBO. Oh, my God. So, uh, the uh, little synopsis says, Will continues to stir up problems. Yeah, it sounds about right based on the, how, the way the show ends. Have you guys ever noticed the HBO Max episode descriptions are the laziest thing you could yes. ever see yeah. for well, every show? The other day, didn't they, like, 
have a sentence fragment like they didn't even finish what they yeah, were talking about literally <laughs> i read the synopsis last week for this week's episode and it was just when <laughs> when serena's father comes back to town and then it ended <laughs> he just fell asleep before finishing the sentence <laughs> it's just this dun, dun, dun. So, um, let's get into some episode grades brendan you went first last week so i'll go first this week and I'm glad we all loved it because this was another episode that I loved. This was somehow one of the funniest episodes of the season. Blair was cracking me up all episode. Dorota was cracking me up. Willa was unhinged, which made me laugh. <laughs> Anne's reactions were great. Chuck still in his shit era, but uh, his line deliveries were making me laugh as well. Uh, loved that we mixed the characters up a little. Got Blair hanging out with Dan and Vanessa to really uh, balance out how shitty a Dan and Vanessa plotline usually is. Um, you know, Jenny, Nate, and Chuck, the first ever Jenny, Chuck mess around. Uh, even though it was weird, still interesting. I, I enjoyed each of the storylines. Uh, Chuck and Blair trying to get over each other was great. Nate, Jenny, Serena love triangle, fun to watch. Uh, finally meeting Serena's dad, that was huge. Looks like he'll be sticking around. And I didn't even hate the Dan and Vanessa storyline at all. So uh, they didn't have didn't have quite enough uh, to, to get straight up A, but I, I loved it enough to give it an A-. minus. Uh, wow. Brendan, you want to go next? Yeah, I mean, I mostly agree with you. This is a, a great one. This is, this is the kind of episode that I love because they don't go so overly melodramatic. Because sometimes when they do that, they also get caught up and like they trip over their own shoelaces with all the intermingling plots. And sometimes it can just be a little bit too much and they can overact. And when they just keep things relatively light, they can also be funny. And I like when this show's funny. Uh, and all the new characters are, were good. They, they have the classic mic drop uh at the end of the episode with the cliffhanger it just like, like you said doesn't have that classic gossip girl moment to bring it up to an a but there's nothing wrong with it everything's good uh, i like i like the new crazy weirdos in this show so a minus all right we're in the hand-holding club there with a minus uh lavina what grade do you give this episode so i was going to say a minus but i would like to bump it up to an a just because wow. i'm wow. again I'm coming in, you know, out of context, and I I think that it earns a higher grade for me personally because I'm wanting, I'm left wanting to know what happens. I could have easily, like, jumped in on a random episode and was like, who are these, like, weird people, and, and it's not funny or entertaining yeah. at all, but I got, I really got a piece from literally almost every single character, from, correct me if I'm wrong, but really a lot of the char the main characters were involved. Um, and at one point I remember thinking, wow, this feels like really fast paced. I don't, I don't know if any, either of you or like anyone listening is a Drag Race fan. It kind of felt like oh, sure. the Drag Race episodes this season that are like <laughs> super quick. They're like jam packed and shorter. That's how it felt watching. Um, but I'm glad that that happened because I was able to get a synopsis of like what has kind of like what has happened. So. And again, I want to continue watching. I might even start over again, wow, even wow. though I've seen a lot of season one. So I'll let you guys know, you but great. it's an A for me. Yes, please Amazing. keep us updated. Mission um, so you're yeah. saying we, we should have 90-minute uh, Gossip Girl episodes and also a half hour of Untucked <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Can you imagine like a, a Gossip Girl Untucked? They just throw them in a room. They're like, I kind of right, really about what want happened. that <laughs> kind of really want that now <laughs> like every teen drama I'm a pretty little liars one would go crazy where, where they're still in character and just like talking about the events of the episode <laughs> allison de la rentes for a pretty little liars untucked I oh love my it. god this is a great idea this, this has legs um if they did that for the reboot maybe it wouldn't have gotten canceled mm. um yeah. mvp uh, I have it narrowed down to uh, Blair and Willa. I just thought Willa was so deranged all episode. Her her bad acting really worked for me, and it was making me laugh all episode, just the way she completely goes off the deep end. But 
Uh, I have to give it to our girl, Blair. This, oh, this was yeah. a huge episode for her. Yeah. First of all, in a funny episode, she was the funniest. She was cracking me up all episode. Her overreactions, the way she said things, uh, just her silliness overall was great. Uh, she doesn't hook up with that random Columbia guy just to make uh, Chuck jealous. She she has a real growth moment and tells Chuck that she'll kiss somebody someday because she wants to. Uh, she's determined to get over Chuck someday. And then she asks to feed the ducks with the roto, which is very sweet. So Blair is my MVP of the episode. Brendan, who's yours? I hate to back you up again, but I have to. She's so funny. She's the best. Uh, she is proving to us why she's a favorite character. And Yay. she's learning to love herself before she loves anybody else. So good for you, Blair. Can I, can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. No. <laughs> um, Brenda, did you just unintentionally uh, reference Reckless after we were just talking about it? I was just uh, yeah, say. I did. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Cause I, what did I, I say? I know you don't watch Drag Race. <laughs> you mentioned her having to, to love herself before she loves anyone else. Oh, wow, good for me. Which is like the tagline at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Ron. Wow. I'm so tuned into drag culture. <laughs> yeah, you really. I guess you really are. Um, Lavina, who's your MVP of the episode? Yeah, I mean, it's Blair. It has to be. Um, just because, like I said wow. at the beginning, I was like, hey, I see myself a lot in that. And um, I thought she was funny, that she was goofy. Um, I learned a lot about... I feel like I saw, just in that one episode, I'm like, I already saw character growth. Like, the one thing I really hate in a TV show is when a character doesn't really grow at all. Yeah. Um, and... I hate to like bring up friends again, but <laughs> Joey Tribbiani throughout 10 seasons kind of just remained the same and it really pissed me off. Um, so maybe got dumber. Obviously even. it's exactly like comparing apples to oranges here, but you know, I just an example of no care, not much character growth. So yeah, it's definitely Blair. Excellent. Love, love character development. Love. We're on the handholding club here with Blair. And that means Blair gets a queen sweep for sweep. the episode. <laughs> 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 And huge news for Blair. That's great. Um, LVP. I said I might switch to Vanessa, but I don't think I am. I, I hate to do it, but I think I actually have to give LVP to uh, one of my favorites, Jenny. Like, like I was saying, she takes a yeah. rare loss in this one. Uh, usually she's able to scheme her way to the top no matter what she's doing. And no matter how much the plan should fall apart, she makes it work. But for the first time, Nate ends up seeing through her and he kicks her out. And I'm not used to Jenny not getting her way, but it looks like, you know, she had one goal for this episode and she didn't get it. I, I believe this is only the second time in the in the series I'm giving Jenny an LVP, but it's happening. And then wow. who's your LVP? So I was waiting to see who you gave your LVP to between Jenny and Vanessa. I knew it would be one of those two because I agree Jenny mm -hmm. did lose. Like she was winning all episode long until it all came crumbling down and she got found out for, you know, these simple lies. So Vanessa, like we've been talking about all episode long, has been mad at dan for things that she did she she lied to him and somehow mm -hmm. she's mad at him for it i don't know she's always the victim so vanessa shut the fuck up and stop deleting your emails <laughs> <laughs> or your voicemails great 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 to get vanessa back on the board uh lavina break the tie is it is it uh is it jenny or vanessa or is it someone else entirely it's someone else for me. Um, wow. I'm going to go with, and this might be surprising, but I have a point to make. Nate, oh, wow. because wow. L Mans. Wow. Like, come on. Like, you have to start. He's just so aloof to the point it's, <laughs> it pisses me off. Sure. Like, what, yeah. like, look at what's right in front of you. So, yeah, I think um, I'm not breaking the tie. I mean, I technically kind of, well, no, I'm not. I just made oh, a three-way no, tie. It's a three-way tie now, yeah. yeah. But no, yeah. That, I was considering Nate for a little bit as well. Yeah, he's just like, He's just getting played all episode and just like refusing to yeah. see what is in front of him with the whole chance. And like situation. without him like getting played, like he has 
all the leverage in this relationship. Like he he ends up accidentally giving Blair, um, Serena some like relationship leverage by being so stupid. Yeah. Without like the Jenny stuff at all, he can be fully mad at Serena. And she has to like beg for him back on her hands and knees, but he you know gives her a little bit of leash. That's that's always what you want in a relationship for the other person always just be begging you on their on their hands and knees. Oh yeah, and for you to have all the leverage. <laughs> Speaking from experience. <laughs> So that does it for the segment, except, of course, for everyone's favorite segment, Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. And we are going to be doing that uh, great climactic episode with, uh, not episode, scene of the episode with uh, Nate, Serena, and Jenny. When Serena walks in on Nate and Jenny and, you know, we'll take it from there. Uh I guess we should we should we should give out the parts. What uh Nate, Serena, and Jenny. I'm I'm usually Jenny, so I'll take Jenny unless anyone else wants Jenny. Good by me. Alright, so uh you guys can fight over Nate and Serena. <laughs> just speak so like monotone and just blissfully unaware. Um both of them in my opinion. I'll yeah, do Serena. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. They they both have the similar <laughs> Okay, Serena. Right, yeah, Serena's so- got the uh, the classic, like her mouth doesn't open mumble, so you, you can work on that. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. So if we have our scripts out in front of us, uh, Brendan, you you've got the first line. I know what this looks like. Oh, you do. Great. Well, as long as you know how it looks, then I guess I'm good. It's not what it looks like. Like I just said before. Stop. <laughs> hey, I mean, what are you even doing here? I came to apologize for not hearing you out earlier, and then I walk in to see her trying to kiss you. Yeah, but I didn't. I mean, I did a couple weeks ago, but she kissed me. Nothing happened. Same as nothing happened last night, which I would have told you about (laughs) if you hadn't hung up on me. So what about all the things she said about me? Is that really what you think? Yes, he does. (laughs) I'm talking to Nate, Jenny. What? Who's talking to me? Do I wonder why you don't trust me anymore? Yeah, I do. You won't tell me anything about looking for your dad, and then you leave town with Carter Bazin. And then you come back, and you shut me out. What am I supposed to think? I'm sorry. I should have told you that I I was looking for my father. But I didn't leave town with Carter. You know that. I even tried to apologize. What are you talking about? Like, seriously, what are you talking about? Because I kind of dozed off. (laughs) (laughs) The night of Gerardo's wedding, I called your cell to explain everything. I even left a message with Jenny. Oh, shit, shit, <laughs> shit. Uh, uh, one message. I, I never talked to her, Nate. For once, please don't let her do this to you. I left you a message, Nate, on your Blackberry Pearl. She said she would tell you. She's lying. I've, I've never talked to this woman in my life. Just get out. What? Seriously, Jenny, just please leave. You know, you two deserve each other fucking idiots come here baby (laughs) (laughs) wow what a scene great job by everyone um and that's it for everything except of course for some plugs but before we get to what we're plugging Lavina, thank you so much again for coming on this was so much fun you were i mean especially for watching this out of context you were great i hope you do continue hope that you come on again yes and uh, do you have do you have anything you'd like to plug at this hour Thanks for having me. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. And I just reacted, well, not reactivated, but started using my Instagram again. So you can follow me at LPavs with two S's. Um, 
I will probably be doing a lot of Big Brother podcasting coming up soon for Big Brother Canada. I believe they start in March. And then, of course, Big Brother US, which is, I think, July now. It used to be June, but now it's July. It, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank God. We need these seasons to be shorter. <laughs> yeah. I like a good 75 days. Yeah. Like 99 isn't good. I think they shortened, though. I think the last uh, two, I believe, or last one for sure was not 99. Oh yeah, they haven't they haven't gone back to the ninety nine day well in a, in a couple seasons now. Thank God. Yeah, it's just like cruel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's cr- it's cruel to all of us who have to sit through the whole season. Um, oh, absolutely. And then should I start? I guess I'll start you... watching that. That's short enough for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what are you plugging? Well, you know, it's just the usual over here. We got our our Sandy Boys over on Patreon dot com slash the Happy Boys Pod for three bucks a month. We're going to be entering the guest era pretty soon. Uh, yes, so we are. To stay tuned to see who our big reveal of our first guest is going to be. And again, I got to reiterate, it's only three bucks a month, and you get to talk to, you get to listen to me and Gagan really chop it up over there. We, we get into the weeds about Gagan's group, Gagan's group chat a lot of times. There's a, a lot <laughs> of whole segment on, happening whole over segment there. Yeah. That it's a lot of fun. Um, so that and the Hoppy Boys, just I think I talked about this last week, but it's still the most recent episode of that show where we... Review Kombucha with the Total Betty Podcast Network ladies. So check that out. That was a lot of fun. And I think that's all I got for now. But there's big, big stuff in the works. Wow. Um, as for me, I was my episode of Talk in Texas Forever has come out. Where I talked oh, to yeah. Friday Night Lights. That was a lot of fun. Very, very good stuff there. Um, Brendan, have you watched the Save by the Bell reboot yet? No, you know what I'm going to say. The what? Saved by the Bell <laughs> reboot. Okay, I'm sorry. Why does everything have to reboot? Listen, it's every good. Time I... No, it's so good. No. It's so good. It's you're I the mean... reason it was canceled because you didn't watch. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, okay. Well. <laughs> if you search a show from your childhood or like early teens, whatever, you search the show. It'll say like for this show, even Gossip Girl. It said Gossip Girl, mm-hmm. just Gossip Girl, and then it said Gossip Girl 2007. I'm tired of like two different versions of shows <laughs> popping up when I search for that. I gotta say that '90s show wasn't too bad. <laughs> I did hear about that, but I haven't watched that '70s show. So. Okay, that's what Gagan okay. said too. Yeah, um, Saved by the Bell reboot is so good, Brendan. You, you gotta and Lupin in it too when you when you get the chance. It'll, Perhaps it's it's so good. Um, what else have I watched? I've been trying to catch up on these 2022 movies before the Oscars come. Uh, not just the Oscar movies, just any any twenty two movie that movies. I want to see. Right. Yeah, I watched uh, Matilda the other day. It made me cry. D- did you watch that? Uh, wait, that's, like, is there Matilda a new version? The musical. Oh, yeah, musical. I did hear about this. I forget. Um, yeah, did you watch I that it. movie with Jennifer Lawrence in it? The Apple TV movie. Uh, no, I don't think so. What's it called? Mm, Causeway, I think it's called. Very good. I liked it. I haven't seen. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I watched Women Talking today in, in theaters. That was good. That was really good. Mm. Um, that one's up for best picture. Uh, what else? Australian Survivor started. I'll be rooting on my girls, Shawnee, Ailey, Nina. Cool. <laughs> all right. Crickets. <laughs> Actually, don't watch Survivor. <laughs> don't watch Survivor at all. Wow. I think I knew that about you, actually. Um, yeah. Well, you know, you're... I, I mean, I, you're kind of missing out. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> probably, <laughs> I, probably better I've at been this casual. point. casual. All right. I mean, you know, that's probably the best way, <laughs> best way to do it there. Um, what else? When, when does this come out? Next next Friday? Okay, so by that time, uh, Paramore will have a new album oh, out. Oh, so very exciting. I heard a lot about that. Check that out. 
You know, uh, I'm oh, excited another... about that. I, I made a before the show started. I made a David Byrne reference that you didn't understand, but apparently ah, the sorry. the new Paramore album pulls a lot from uh, old Talking Head sounds. So look out for like a new wave inspired Paramore album. So I'm very excited about this new weird oh, cool. sound. Um, another Penn Badgley show, You season four will be released by the time this is uh, this episode's out. So check that out if you want to see uh, Penn Badgley in his uh, serial killing era. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, besides all that, I guess you could follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You could follow Brendan at Ruppy Puppy. You could follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. And you can come back next week where we will have a, another great guest and we'll be breaking down season three, episode 20. It's a dad, 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 dad world. But until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Lonely boys. Bye bye, daddy. Ooh, I, th- I think we kept this one Legoria approved.